What's up, guys? I'm here to talk to you about this big three stack that you can get from Strong Tower Nutrition. If you go to stnutrition.com, you can pick out these three individual supplements or you can buy them together because they work great together. So what is the big three stack? The big three stack is EDD, which is every damn day. It's a it's our uh, multivitamin. Um, all these supplements are created by Run Everything Labs. Strong Tower Nutrition is the retail online shop that you just get them from. And OMG is the uh, vegan omega-3s. And AMF is our joint formula. So with EDD, it's an everyday multivitamin, but as you change your lifestyle, you're going to need something to keep your body from depleting its stores. Your body is going to need a higher intake of vitamins and minerals. You may not be getting that you uh, probably won't get from food. The more you do, the more your body takes a hit. So stay ahead of the game. Take care of your body every damn day. OMG, the vegan omega-3 fatty acid supplement. Studies have shown that other omega-3s that are used from fish have caused serious problems for people. So using the vegan omega-3s will shorten your recovery time from soreness, joint pain, and inflammation. This OMG supplement can also fire up and alter neurotransmitters in your body, in your brain, and is said to reduce depression. So boost your HDL cholesterol. That's one thing that I've had a, a big issue with is having low HDL cholesterol. So after taking this, I've actually evened it out. Um, instead of overdoing any kind of fat in my diet, I just started taking a supplement and it evened my HDL out. So I'm good and healthy now. Um so as well as the HDL cholesterol, you can aid in blood flow going through your veins by taking advantage of this awesome supplement. So next one is AMF. With AMF, um, your bones, your joints, are your bones and joints holding you back from reaching your goals? This joint supplement created by Run Everything Labs will aid in creating healthy joints and cartilage so you can pick up where you left off and keep pushing towards your goal because I know that's kind of holding you back. So quit letting you hold you back. Don't waste any more potential because of your achy joints because AMF was made for you, the people, and it wants you to keep pushing forward. So don't quit because you have achy joints um, take a supplement, keep exercising, keep trying to fix your diet, and just keep moving forward. Always move forward. Welcome, everybody. So today's guest is a bikini competitor. She is a figure, a former figure competitor. Um, she's always in the gym, always trying to improve her physique, and she is someone who will show up to work late because she had to get her fasted cardio in. So give a strong welcome to the Strong Tower Podcast, Mrs. Ariel Lopez. So after your workout, you know, did you usually like have a shake or something? Yeah. Or did you use whole food? Did you eat whole food? 
Because um, I can't do that. I used to do, I guess my post-workout was a shake, and then it was check cereal, and then my last meal at night was a shake. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Now I'm just like, all right, I'm good. Like, I don't need anything. And, right. Which is bad, but... So, all in all, let's take, like, I want to take it back to, like, the very beginning of all this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, what initially got you started, before even competing, got you working out? Um, well, I was always active from, I think, like, four years old. I was competitively swimming. I did track, um, cross-country diving, karate. So after high school, when I was constantly working out, um, we did some gym time in, uh, in like track and field. We did lift weights and things like that. There was a point in time where I really didn't want to work out. And then I think I was like 19. And I got back into the gym and, you know, started pushing the weight. I wasn't eating healthy. I wasn't like, right. watching what I was eating. Right. I wasn't eating for my training. Mm-hmm. Um, but my identity, even from little, was always like active. So I right. just kind of lost myself a little bit. Um, so getting into the gym and working out and doing either classes or um, just in like weightlifting kind of made me reconnect with who I was. Right. So, and that kind of took you into, did it go straight into, like, kind of the bodybuilding era? Because I know you did that, like, acrobat stuff. Um, did you go into that first, or was it bodybuilding first? So, I did uh, aerial silks first. Aerial, okay, that's what it is. Yeah, for about, I think, like, two years. I was taking classes, working out uh, in the gym, mainly on my back, shoulders, uh, biceps, uh, just to be stronger. Um, and then from there, I was like, I was working out, I was trying to like figure out eating kind of, and I had results, but it wasn't where I really wanted them to be. Mm -hmm. So I got married in April, 2016. And then when I got back, I made an appointment with Sue Davis, Mm -hmm. um, just to, just to take my uh, physique to the next level. I really wanted abs. I was like chasing that. Like I, they were, it was so close. Yeah. I just couldn't get there. So on my own. So I went to her. Um, she kind of like put that little bug in my ear. Like you look great. Like have you thought about it? And at the time, it really wasn't something I wanted to do. Yeah. I knew people who did it before. I just wasn't sure I wanted to be in clear heels on the stage. Yeah. Um, but I am the person I am. And if I kind of feel like, oh, maybe if I get that little, like, I guess idea in my mind, I usually end up doing it. Yeah. So, um, cause now you, you've come like so far from, from just doing that, you know what I mean? Um, Cause now you're chasing pro status, right? Um, are you the type of person to like not quit until you get that, or you're just gonna keep on? Um, I think it depends. Like, 
that is the ultimate goal. Right. But I don't have any plans on like competing at the Olympia. I'm right, right. Almost thirty. Not that you know you can't do it older because a lot of the bikini competitors are over thirty because mm-hmm. um, they have that that peak and that muscle right. maturity. So usually you do look better the older you get. Um, but I don't necessarily want to revolve my whole entire life around something I don't plan to do as a career. So do I want that? Yeah. Um, but I'm not necessarily going to give up other opportunities if that never happens. Right. So. So what, um, how many shows have you done so far? I think nine. Nine altogether? Yeah, nine or ten. And then how many of those were national? Four. Okay. Yeah, four. And did you do better every time, or did no, you like take down? No, okay. it's not linear. I mean, I I did universe mm-hmm. um, in figure first. So that was what I competed in in the beginning. Right. And I didn't place. Um, they only measure up to sixteen. Yeah. So who knows where I got from sixteen to twenty four? But I landed somewhere in there where they didn't. Um, score you. Mm-hmm. And then I switched to bikini because that was pretty much my feedback. I was not big enough and I know my shortcomings right. and my shoulders do not like to grow. Like right. I work them as hard as I can and they just, they might grow a little bit, but I lose it all when I'm prepping. Mm-hmm. So in the, actually in the hotel room at a universe I put on one of my friend's suits and I was like, well, this is what I know for bikini. I just from watching everyone else and all like my whole team was like, no, like bikinis where it's at. Like you, that's like your sport. Um, you hit like all the poses. You've got that like kind of presence that would really work on stage in bikini. Mm -hmm. So from then we just kind of switched. I went into, um, kind of like an off season and then I competed for my first bikini show at, I think it was Big Cat okay. in October. So that was like my first show. I didn't do really well. I think I got seventh. Yeah. Um, my legs just were, they said bring Too down. Big. Yeah, they were yeah. like definitely bring down. Come about like down like maybe 10 pounds, mm-hmm. my bottom half. And then that was the end of figure for me. So that, how does that affect you mentally? You know what I'm saying? Like, I know when I was competing, I had a lot of people quit that I was dieting with and um, getting ready to do the same show as. And we were like five weeks out and they quit. And I was like, we're almost there. You know what I mean? But they couldn't really take it mentally. And to someone, to someone say, like, for someone to say that, oh, you need to lose 10 pounds to be good. You know what I'm saying? Like, how, do you, how does that affect you mentally? I mean, it's difficult. I think it's also difficult when you see, especially in bikini girls who are naturally tiny, who don't really have a lot of muscle. Mm-hmm. They can kind of eat whatever they want and then work off like a couple weeks and then get on stage and then go pro. Because right. you do see that. You see girls who do like one or two shows and then they go pro. And yeah. then you know, you're sitting there at nine shows for the last three years and... It just hasn't happened. So it's tough. It's definitely tough. Um, but my whole entire life, 
I competed there, you know, it wasn't bodybuilding, but it was swimming or track and you don't always win. Right. So I think having that, that basis where you grow up and you realize that you're not always going to get first place, I think kind of helped me to, you know, push past that. I don't, I don't think there was ever a point where I was like, I'm quitting. Yeah. I always was like, I'm going to get there. Mm-hmm. And there were times that, um, like my current coach, Anthony Stasco, was, we were four weeks out, five weeks out, and he's like, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to make it. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't care what we have to do. Like, just get me there. Mm-hmm. You tell me what you want me to do, and I'll do it. Right. So my props are uncomfortable. Of course. But... I mean, that's also, you know, it's rewarding for me. I, I might not get first. I might get 16th. I might not place at all, but it's, it's subjective. Of course, yeah. So some, one of the frustrating things, I think, is people online who don't really understand the sport see you, and they're like, oh, my God, you had to have gotten first. And I'm like, well, I actually didn't place. Um, and that's happened twice. I haven't placed twice. Mm-hmm. Um, both at universe. <laughs> so it's probably not a show I'm doing yet, but it's like, Oh yeah, you must've gotten first. I'm like, well, I didn't place. And they're like, well, I don't understand. You look great. And so that's difficult because it's frustrating. It gets annoying too. Yeah. Because they don't understand, you know what I'm saying? Cause I know that feeling too. Yeah. Um, even though it's been a while, but, um, I mean, I still have, I don't want to, I don't want to get on stage, but I still have that like want to have a body in my head. You know what I mean? And when people tell me, oh, you look good, though, I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, you don't know what I want to look like, though. You right. can say, I look good for you, but, you know, for but for me, it's not even close to what I want. Right. You know what I mean? And sometimes that gets annoying. And, like, when people do that, I'm just like, oh, okay, you know. I don't want to be a dick and tell you, like, to shut up. But, you know what I mean? It's just not, it's not what bodybuilding is because, you know, like for even me, I still have that mindset Um, because even though I only did two shows, I did my first one by myself and I was eat, sleep, bodybuilding. That's all I was. Everything I watched had to do with bodybuilding. Everything I read had to do with bodybuilding. You know, um, I practiced posing over and over and over all the time and, um, and like it's just, I just ingrained it in myself, and now it's kind of stuck, mm-hmm. you know. And I still have that mindset, and it still um, becomes like this. I mean, I think I've always had like a body dysmorphia kind of feeling. Um, but like, what about you? Did you ever have like, like growing up, like your childhood? Did you ever have like issues with your body? I don't think so. No, no, I think I think it's gotten worse as I I get older. Yeah, and it's definitely something that I feel like I have more of now. Right. Because I have seen my body at its absolute best. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So. And you compare it to that each time. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, I am getting to the point. This is the longest off season I've had. I'm up probably twenty pounds from my off season mm-hmm. weight. Um, and my, I was 122 pounds at uh, the Arnold in, in end of February, so I am significantly up from that. Right. But I was also really tiny, um, so it, it is like it definitely is like a like a mental thing. It definitely messes with your head. Yeah. 
But I think the longer you're out and you can look at it, like I've gotten to the point where I'm like, do I look the way I really want to? No. Um, do I look the best I've ever looked? No. But sometimes you have to give yourself that grace where, you know, you say, yeah, I'm not always going to be my best. Mm-hmm. I'm not always going to look my best. I'm not gonna always going to feel my best. But that's part of like a, a, why it's called a you know a fitness journey. It's not a fitness race. It's not mm-hmm. who gets there fastest and how long you can stay there. Right. It's, you know, you're going to have different goals and different um struggles to get through at different points in your life so you're not always it's not linear it's not something that's going to stay the same or you know it's not there's no ending so putting that into perspective you know will i get back there yeah will it be harder um i hope not (laughs) i mean being out longer from dieting i think it's going to probably reset my body a little bit Mm -hmm. So I think it's necessary for me to let my body take on some fat, put on some muscle, uh, play with weight that I haven't really gotten to fully do. Right. Um, and then when it's time for me to you know shred down, I'll be able to do that, and hopefully I'll be I'll have learned from you know this this time where I've put on a lot more weight than I really wanted to, mm-hmm. um, so that next time I don't, I don't put on as much, you know. Right. But um. My body itself, I feel like composition-wise, even though I've got more weight, looks better than it did, you know, previously. There were times I didn't follow a reverse like I should have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it took me a couple weeks to get back on. Right. And then I feel like my body, on, like when I was on, you know, meal plan after those couple weeks, didn't look as good as I do now when I'm you know, enjoying life and, you know, I mean, for the most part I eat healthy, but I don't want to give up any more experiences now mm-hmm. because I'm not on the stage. I'm not, I'm not preparing when, when that time comes, I'll be all in. Right. But right now, like I want to give myself time to, you know, do experiences and meet with friends and, and eat food that I want to eat because I, for the last three years, it really wasn't an option. Yeah. So what is, um, what have you gotten from all this so far? Like, what are the what have been the pros and what have been the cons of just this whole bodybuilding journey uh, so far? Um, one thing I don't know if it's the same with men, mm-hmm. but for women, um, I've met a lot of really great women mm-hmm. from either my first show, you know, second show, third show, like all the way through my um, bodybuilding you know, journey. And those people are so supportive. You know, they want to see you win. You know, they, you know, I'm the same way. I, I see there's a girl that I know is competing. You know, I, I tune in, I watch it. I, I want to see all that progress. So I think the support system you get from it is phenomenal, at least for women. I know, like, everyone kind of thinks that bikini competitors are kind of, like, stuck up or, you know, into themselves. But even when I was in figure... The, the people that I spent most time with that were the most friendliest were the bikini competitors. They always wanted to, you know, have fun, like meet other people, share treats. And that wasn't necessarily something I found a lot in figure. I have found it in a few girls, um, but I'd say the bikini competitors definitely have that, like, with that close-knit where they do root for, you know, people over, our, you know, other um divisions 
Um, another thing I'd say is I had to see what I what my limits are. Um, and there was always times where when I was like younger, when we were going back to the body dysmorphia, I really wasn't into my legs. They're big. And, a lot, and even though they've got muscle, it's not all muscle. Um, so I used to never wear shorts. I think it was my first prep. You know, I dieted down. My body react, like responded really well. Or even like 112, 122 pounds. I'm like, that's probably where my legs, I like them the most at 122 pounds. So it kind of like opened my eyes to see like that this image that you have of, of how you look, like you're never going to necessarily be happy. Like you kind of just have to be happy with what you have because you can be skin and bones and hate it the way you look too. So I think that kind of put it into perspective for me. Like, okay, are my legs my favorite thing? No. Right. But they never are going to be. Yeah. So it kind of helps you get over that kind of um, hate for a specific body part. Right. Um, cons. I think you lose a lot of people. Like right. a lot of experiences. I've sacrificed so many experiences. Um, do I want to say friendships? I don't, know, I don't see everyone as much as I do because adult culture is centered around food mm-hmm. and alcohol, and I don't drink. Right. And a lot of times I couldn't eat. But um, so I think that's like something you sacrifice. That's something you kind of have to be okay with sacrificing in bodybuilding because the most important thing at that point in time when you're in a prep is your prep. I, I, all my stuff was centered around what time I ate. If we had to go somewhere, I'd be like, well, are we, when are we going? Because I need to make sure I eat my food or I bring my food or, mm-hmm. um, or I never missed a, you know, a cardio session, never miss a gym time when I'm in prep. Like that's it. That is number one. I will be late to work. Yeah. If I, if I woke up late and I had to do faster cardio, I'm going, Right. you know, if I'm r- running late to work, like then I'm running late to work. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of like dumb when you think about it. <laughs> Um, but when I'm, you're in that mindset, it yeah, doesn't even like, matter. Right. Yeah. So, like, if I knew I had to get it done, I'd get it done. Um, I, was ne- I was never late to work but <laughs> right. because of it. But, like, that's kind of, what, like, my mindset, like, how messed up sometimes you get over yeah. it. So, like, people can't handle that. Yeah. Um, I'm lucky to have, like, my mom's really supportive. She, you know, always tells me, like, how proud she is of me and... They, her, my mom and dad come to like as many um, shows as they can, um, so I, I do have like that type of support mm-hmm. that you know it, it makes it easier. But you do sacrifice, you know, yeah. family and friends and experiences for it. And that last thing you mentioned is um, like adult culture is centered around like eating food, like going out to eat and having drinks and stuff like that, you know? Um, cause I, ha- I remember experiencing like people complaining because I was eating something different than they were. I was like, who cares? I'm here. I'm eating my food. You're eating whatever's here. You know what I'm saying? What's it matter? You know? Um, and I remember, uh, we went to the Outer Banks. My, I was I was prepping uh, for my show when going there, 
and I ate my food cold, like going down, you know, and uh, we went into fast food places. I would take my food in. I'll get stares. Like, what is he doing? You know what I'm saying? I'm eating my bison and broccoli, you know, and um, people in McDonald's are staring at me and and all this kind of stuff. And I've always wondered, like, why that is, because it's just like, uh, like, what do you think it is? Is it because they're insecure with themselves? Like, oh, I'm sitting here eating this McDonald's while this person does, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I Because it shouldn't really affect them. No. As long as you're there. Like, why does it matter what you're eating? You know? I guess because they want to fully experience, like, the whole thing with you. Yeah. And if you're not eating the same food, you're not really experiencing everything. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, that's dumb. But. I, I mean, yeah, I used to go, yeah. I can't tell you how many parties or um, birthday dinners yeah. or I used to go and I didn't eat anything. Yeah. I'd be like, give me a coffee. Give me a tea. As long as it's hot, I'm good. Like, I'm fine. Right. And I know that it makes people uncomfortable. I think it's just because in their mind, you should be eating, you should be doing the same thing as everyone else. Yeah. Um, and when you're, someone's doing something that's not normal for the situation, it's like, it's kind of, I don't want to say scary, um, because obviously they're not scared that you're eating, you know, broccoli. Um, but I think like I don't know if it's like ingrained in our in our you know DNA that yeah. you know everyone kind of follows the same like plan like we all follow the same thing like we do everything the same and then when someone does something different than what we think right. is supposed to be at that time that oh, that like kind of like yeah. genetically messes our head like I don't think if you ask someone why does that bother you they probably wouldn't even be able to give you an answer yeah so. And that goes along with, I think, what goes through their heads a lot of times is, like, um, I feel like they think that I think I'm better than them. Probably. Because I'm doing, you know what I'm saying? Like, where really, I don't give, like, I don't really give a fuck what they're um, doing, what they eat. Mm -hmm. I care what I'm doing. I don't care what they do, you know? Um, But I've always, I don't know, I just always hated that. But that's whatever. Yeah, I definitely... I think people who don't eat healthy, aside from... There are definite people who are really sticklers and they want to push their ideals in you. But I know for my, for me, like, I, if you want to eat that donut, you eat that donut, come over here, like, I might want to smell it a little bit. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> like, yeah, bit. like, I, sometimes I just, I, I want to live vicariously through you. Like, right. that's fine. If that's what you want to eat... Yeah cool like that's fine um i'm gonna eat my food um but i don't i don't push my ideals on anybody and i don't judge you if you want to eat a whole bag of candy like that's fine like do i wish i could do that sometimes yes so i think for me i've been that might go a little bit to your mouth i think um for me i'm less judgmental about things right because I know I can't have things or, um, because I know people judge me for things. Yeah. So I feel like with anything, like if, if that makes you happy, if that doesn't affect me, like do what you want. And that's with anything. That's with food. That's with how you work out. That's with, you know, 
your views on things. And also that's because you know what it takes and you're like, you don't want to do this. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, people know? all the time are like, Oh, like give me your meal plan. Like how do I get like, get on like, look, <laughs> yeah, you're not going to be able to do this. Like I know this because if you, if you did, you, you would be like somewhat kind of there. Like right. you, you wouldn't be like, well, how do I get like you? But how I not have to do like the things that you do. <laughs> I literally had someone ask me that. That's they ridiculous. literally asked me um, on Instagram, like through a message, like, hey, like, I want to like, you know, I want to look, you know, I love the way you look. Like, I want to kind of, you know, look like you, but, you know, I don't really want to like eat right. And I'm like, well, <laughs> then you're going to stay the oh way that God. you look. Like, <laughs> Like, I just want to be, like, you know, toned or whatever. I'm like, okay, well, I know, which is, like, the worst thing. Like, do you even know what that means? I hate that word. Toned, yeah. Um, oh, my gosh. I don't even but know. Does, well, doesn't it, this is why I hate it, though. Doesn't it, when someone says, I just want to be toned, doesn't that make it sound like it's something easy? I never really thought about it that way. I To me, I think, like, the only way you can tone up anything is if you put muscle on so if you don't want muscle like right i don't really know what put muscle and decrease your body fat yeah like i don't know what like they're like toned is and when they look at people i'm like what do you think they do like yes they might not have like huge muscles like but they're obviously eating well and working out like you don't and please if you know a way to get like super jacked like in a couple months let me know (laughs) (laughs) because um, I don't know, yeah. and I'm like I work my shoulders like a mad woman, and they're yeah. still like tiny. Yeah. I mean, it's just like I used to get all the time. Um, how do I? What was it like? How do I gain muscle or whatever, but not look like you? I don't want to be as big as you or whatever. I'm like, um, one, you're not gonna look like me, because <laughs> one, you gotta uh, train the way I do, and you have to eat the way I do, and you're not gonna do that. Right. You know what I mean? Um, oh, how do you know I'm not going to do that? Or spend the money on supplements that I, like, I do. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Because <laughs> that's another thing. Like, but, um, but yeah, for me, when people say, I just want to be toned, it just makes it sound like they're putting it off as something easy. Because it's, oh, no, that's, just, that's all I want. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why I think I hate that word. Like, you could say... Uh, you could even say sculpted. I don't. Wanna, I don't care. Say like defined. Yeah, or, but sculpted know, sounds like you want to be muscular, in my opinion. Oh yeah. Well, so right. to them, like they're not going to use that word because they don't want it to be muscular. They just, right. which I don't know. I don't know where we. It's like the same thing with like the spot reduce, like spot reducing fat. Like I don't know where we got. To, well, yeah. I do know where we got to that. It's quick, easy money to say, hey, like. Do this like butt exercise. You don't have a like a big butt. And it's like right, that's right, right. not re- really okay. So you're gonna do banded leg, like yeah, like leg thing, like leg exercises, and get like you know these big muscular butts. Just doesn't work that way. Like I had a dude on um, Instagram one time tell me that uh, squats don't build your butt. I said, oh okay. So what does? He said, oh like hip thrusts. I'm like. That's one thing. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> you know, I was like, dude, there's so many things that can build so many things. You know, there's not one thing that does all these things. Right. You know what I mean? Um, 
And it's just training day in, day out. It's not about, you know, uh, I'm going to do this so I can get this. You know, I'm going to do this exercise so I can whatever. You know what I mean? Just do it. And then the results come from it. That's that's all it is. And being you know? realistic in your body type. Right. Because there are some people who can work and work and work for something and they're just never going to be right. the way they want to be. It's like I train a fighter and we do front squats, not so much for her legs, but for her core. Mm-hmm. How many people would do that? Not many because they don't know that, that right. it, it really keeps you stabilized and it takes a lot to actually stay in that position, um, holding that weight in front of you. But um, I had a question before is like, what is your definition when people say, I just, I don't, I eat healthy or something like, cause my def there's so, I think there's so many definitions of healthy, you know? So what would be yours? I mean, I eat, well, besides right now, mm-hmm. usually if I'm eating healthy, mine is a strict meal. Like I don't, I do a, like a bro diet. Right. Um, I would like to get more into the macro. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much so that I can like eat like junk food, mm-hmm. but um, so I can change up how I do stuff, be a little more flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess healthy for me would be more like whole foods, um, a lot of veggies, a lot of meat, I got protein. You can you can do it, you know, without if you wanted to be a vegetarian or not. Right. Um, but I guess doing things strategically. So like, it's not it's bodybuilding is not really all that healthy. Let's be honest. Like right. you're putting yourself through extreme stress. Right, you're, the competing part. Yeah. So right. when. When I like, so sometimes my bro diet isn't healthy because it's low calories or, you know, a lot of extra stuff. So just because it kind of looks like it's healthy or just because mm-hmm. I, I look like I'm, you know, super fit doesn't mean it's the healthiest method. Right. Right. Um, so I think finding something that's sustainable for you, something that's long term, um, it's okay to add in, you know, certain things. Sugar's not like the devil. Carbs are not the devil. Mm-hmm. There are times in prep I would be eating like 300 grams and yeah. I'd be melting mm-hmm. off. Um, so I think like a mixture of, you know, food that fills you up that, you know, if you're, if you're looking to, you know, build muscle, the healthy option for you is to eat protein. Right. So like, I think, I don't necessarily think health is necessarily one thing right so i think you have to kind of take what your goals are Mm -hmm. and then obviously you know there are things that we shouldn't eat like processed food and things like that because that has other it's not necessarily like a physical thing that you're looking at like aesthetically you know there are things that your your body doesn't need or does need that's not going to necessarily help you aesthetically um so I think whole foods, um, foods that you like, that are sustainable, they have like benefits to it, whether that's, you know, being able to put on, you know, muscle or, you know, good for your, you know, heart or good for your, you know, your skin and nails, things like that. I think there's really no one good option or, or one definition for what healthy is. I mean, right. there's obviously 
things that we know we shouldn't eat. Right. Uh, but aside from that, I think it's you know pretty flexible. Right. Because I think because I agree, but I also think uh, people that don't know about it, I think their version of healthy is like eating vegetables, eating fruit, whatever. Yeah. And because um, sometimes I'll get people, of course, I mean I know you'll you get it too. Is um, I'll be sitting at work or something. I have I eat chicken and rice all the fucking time, <laughs> and still to this day, and. Um, I'm sitting there eating that, and they come and tell me what they just had. Oh, I just had uh, spinach. And, um, okay, I don't care. You know, um, so that made me think. I was like, okay, people say healthy all the time. So what is actually healthy? Because I was sitting here thinking I was healthy until I got my like blood work and stuff done and my um, uh, good cholesterol. So what is that? They're the good fats. What's that, HDL? Um I think so. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> HDL was low. I was like, "What?" And that put me at risk for a heart attack. So that mm-hmm. freaked me out. Yeah. Because I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't have enough fat in my diet. So I was like, "Oh shit!" Like it really made me um, think. So that's when I got into uh, counting my macros. Yeah. Um, because I left the whole like bro diet. Like I mean, I still eat chicken and rice. I just put it in my macros. Yeah. You know, because it's something easy for me, and I love it. I can eat rice all day. Um, (laughs) every day. So it doesn't matter to me, but, um, and then you got people that you got vegans that think they're the healthiest, you know what I'm saying? But there's a lot of things that are vegan. You know, if you think about it, like chips and do all, you know, all this stuff that's bad for you, that's considered that can be vegan. sodium, a lot of it's processed because, because I was vegetarian, um, for, Nine years, I think. Oh wow, nine years. Yeah, um, when I was younger. Jeez. So I went by choice, or just like. Yep, by choice. Me and my sister. Jeez. Um, we, I think it was like sixth grade. We just we we chose to have. How do you a, do it that young? Was it for the animal reason, or yeah? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I mean, it sounds stupid, but we watched a video on tuna. Oh. Okay. Like they were in the sea and they were fished fishing they don't actually fish for them they right. hit them with boards with yeah. nails in them and then that kind of got us on that kick where we started looking at you know stuff and it wasn't sustainable for me yeah. um like in college it was kind of when i converted back because what 10 years ago there wasn't as many options there is now it was a lot of box stuff and mm-hmm. um i wasn't getting the nutrients i needed to right. so it was kind of like that decision like to go back because I needed to for, you know, for health reasons. So yeah, it's hard, but I, I mean, I think that's why I said, you know, I think we, yeah, you definitely always have, you know, people who are, who think something's healthy versus not like, I mean, how many people who, you know, bodybuild think sugars like devil. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it took, it, I think it takes you some time to realize like, that's not true. Mm-hmm. Um, there's really sugar in anything. Um, right. So as long as you like limit, you know what you're having. Or like my uh, one friend was saying, she does macro counting, and she was like, "Sugar's okay, is you know if you keep your you know your macros in check, like you're not going to go over." Right. If you, you don't know, overindulge, if you have everything in moderation, you know, and that's why, um, like counting calories, counting macros is probably I would say in my opinion is probably one of the best. 
uh, things to do because you can be more free with it. Yeah. You know, you're not following this unless you want to be more strict. Um, it's hard to be strict on cause you always want to switch things up and you're like, Oh, maybe if I have this, I can, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but you got to remember that if you have, so say like me, when I put that Frappuccino in my macros, I can't really have that. <laughs> I can't really have, you know, but I eat over 3000 calories. So, um, I can have a little bit more than the regular person, but, um, you know, your sugar is going to be limited after that. Yeah. So it's just right. about paying attention and knowing what it's going to be. You know? Yeah. And that's what, you know, she had kind of said, like, if you're, if you're macro counting and you're, you're supposed to have a certain amount of fat, certain amount of protein, certain amount of carbs, like it's going to be almost impossible for you to go over your sugar. Yeah. If you're hitting your macros, if you're, I mean, there's really no point in macro counting if you're like way over it every day because that's you're not actually counting but right. if you do it in a way that is strategic and planned then you can eat those things and right. still be um successful i don't think it's a bodybuilding thing i know there are people who do macro count on bodybuilding and oh, yeah. i think it's bigger with um bikini um well it could be with that with a lot Definitely. of natural like but like i'm not calling natural but like the, uh, I guess you would call it natural, like the natural federations. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people that compete in those, they do a lot of, um, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's the biggest coach within that like realm of natural bodybuilding. Um, and all his clients, he does that. They're like, oh yeah, I have guys four weeks out that are eating cereal and stuff. You know what I mean? Um, because that's what he does with them. But it is, you know, whatever works for that person, because that's really all. It, that's really all it comes down to, you know. Yeah. No matter what you do, um, you know, whether you're on keto, whether you're on Atkins, whether you're on, whether you're vegan, all this kind of stuff. Don't believe in keto. You know, I think <laughs> it works initially. Yeah, it works in the beginning. Right. Um, I don't think you should stay on it long term. I don't think it's good for performance athletes. Um, cause over time it can, uh, dwindle down your performance. Um, but I mean, you need carbs, you need carbs in your diet. Right. Our, our body functions on carbs. That's what right. converts to energy. Right. So if you're not giving your body carbs, it doesn't have any energy. Like right. our like cells need that. Right. Um, I mean, I do a low carb diet, but I'm never in ketosis and right. For me, I think it's somewhat sustainable. I will go back and forth. I, I'll do carb cycling. Right. Um, but to me, like, why do something that you can't do long term? Right. Exactly. So, I mean, I know it's a diet that, like, is like a quick fix, but it's all, it's only, it's like kind of like patching the tire. Right. You know, that, like, it works, but eventually you're going to have to get a new tire. Right. It so, works in the beginning. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah, and that's totally what I think. I don't think you should stay on it. I think you should um, do it until you get to that point where okay, I lost sixty pounds. Now it's time to switch goals. But then about like so, when you really do ketosis, if you're on it for a long time, mm-hmm. your body then converts fats right to energy. Right. So if you start like increasing, like then your body gets to that point where it's like, well, what am I? Converting because you changed it. Right. Well, that's why you you kind of like um, 
Yeah, like so kind mean. of backtracked slowly, like uh, bring it back, and then you move to like a, a not Mediterranean. What other kind of diet is there? It's like low carb. You know what I'm saying? And then you work yourself into yeah. it. If you're just going straight to regular eating, yeah. you're gonna fuck yourself up. You know, but um, I think most of the people that say they're keto are just low carb anyway. Right. So yeah, and I, th- I mean, low carb I think is fine. I think yeah. I don't. When you put yourself in ketosis, like you're putting ketones into your body, yeah. which like, you know, acetone, like the nail polish remover, yep. that's a ketone. Yeah. So like you're producing that and you got, especially like diabetics have to be really careful right. with that, especially with, ke- um, with, with anything, with anything, but especially with keto because it, you can poison yourself. So they know that and like diabetics are, um, I guess more susceptible mm-hmm. to like, to, to basically poisoning their body. Um, but that's not, that's something like I feel like no one knows. Like they don't they don't do enough research right. on it to know that it's potentially harming your body because you're basically pumping fumes into a like a closed room. Right. You know. Well, same with epilepsy. They um oh well it's great. Keto is great for epileptic, blah blah blah. Okay, so so when that first, when keto kind of first started getting big, I looked into it for mm-hmm. Heather, right? So um, I found this. He's actually a bodybuilder has epilepsy, and um, they talk so great about it. But then I did more research and I I saw something that he wrote, and um, he tells you, yeah, it was great. But then when he want to switch over, his seizures came back stronger and harder wow. because of when he switched. You know what I'm saying? So you yeah. would have to stay on keto, yeah. which, again, isn't good for the long term. Well, I could see how a high-fat diet could be good for epilepsy because it is mm-hmm. like a high-fat diet. I mean, high, fats are, are like essential to brain functioning so i could see how like that would be beneficial like in theory right um because ketones they say are are are, um better with slowing down um things in the mm -hmm. brain whereas like uh glucose kind of like speeds it you know what i'm saying which kind of makes sense because you're basically poisoning your brain right (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's like you know when you get a little sleepy when you're in the car and you the driveways you know or the um the garage door is shut and you're yeah. like in the car and you're kind of sleepy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the same yeah, thing. Yeah, like, yeah. hey, I'm kind of suffocating myself a little bit, just slowly. So, I mean. So what has, um, like, I want to know what more competing has done for you. Because I know, like, I, I owe a lot to getting into bodybuilding. You know, not just, I mean, not the competing aspect. I think more the, the training. Mm-hmm. Um, and knowing that I can discipline myself to have that kind of diet at that certain point in time, because I mean, my goal was always to be a pro bodybuilder. That was my goal until I found out what I had to do to do that. Yeah. You know, I was like, Oh shit. You know, I couldn't, I got up to, I was like 235 pounds and I could barely breathe. I was walking up the steps and stuff and, um, <laughs> you know, um, I was starting to, I had Heather tell me a couple of times that I stopped breathing in my sleep. And, um, like, so I was, I felt like I was developing some kind of sleep apnea mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And for me, I'm like five, eight, five, nine. So two thirty five. I mean, 
it's not. I could probably get bigger, but at that point in time, I was like, I don't want. To, I don't want to try it. Right. You know. Um, yeah, I do. Because mine's the opposite. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm not gonna be 100 pounds. Yeah. At 30 years old, I'm just not. Yeah. I mean, especially if it's just not your body type. Right. You know what I mean? And it, I think it was hard for you because like, um, like you're not small for bikini, but you were too small for a figure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you're stuck in the middle. You just need something there. Wellness. But the judges, <laughs> yeah, wellness. wellness is now there. But now like yeah. the judges still don't know what they're looking for anyway. So it doesn't, but, um, yeah, I think, I think they've been gearing up for wellness for a little bit of time because I've noticed Figures getting harder and harder. Yeah. They're getting bigger and bigger. Because like, they're starting to look like physique. They physique's are physique. starting to look like, yeah. So physique's yeah, they, starting to look like bodybuilding. Well, yeah. And part, well, because they got rid of pretty much but women's bodybuilding. They only do it at uh, Linda Murray's shows. That's yeah. it. Um, so I think, I mean, the natural progression is you want to get bigger or you want to get leaner. Like, mm-hmm. that's just, there's never going to be a time when you don't want more. Mm-hmm. So if you're, you know, and you're a figure and you've got these you know, big shoulders, big legs, like, what do you want to do? Oh, yeah. Put more size on, yeah. get leaner, look, look bigger. Um, and with bikini, it's like, how much leaner can I get? How much leaner can I get? Like, I want to, you know, you want to get that tiny little waist. Like that's, you know, what people push for. So it makes sense that like they're going that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they were, you know, they're picking those girls who are really tiny because they knew that they were going to bring in wellness because people would ask for it. And, you know, they want to, you know, one, they want to bring in what people want to be in and two, they want to bring in money. So right. it's not cheap. Yeah. So you've got all these girls who are like, look, I don't have, I have a butt, I have legs, but I don't have a man's shoulders, you know? Yeah, and so that's tough. Yeah. It, yeah. Or like for me where I'm like, I've been working my shoulders for years because mm-hmm. that was like, I don't have a lot, I don't really have hips. And so for me, I'm like, the bigger I get my back, the bigger I get my shoulders, the smaller I'm going to look. Right. Um, so I know I can't put on yeah. size on my shoulders. Like they, I can make them look bigger. Yeah. I know how to do that, but they're just, they're not going to be any bigger than they are. Right. So they obviously had to do that. And it may, I mean, most girls fit into that category, you know, mm-hmm. bigger, you know, bigger, lower body, you know, maybe not as lean. It's hard to get your, you know, your legs and your butt down as a female. It's just, that's just what it is. Um, and it's hard to get up your shoulders and it's mm-hmm. not impossible for either, but it definitely takes a lot of time, uh, a lot of effort. And sometimes you're never going to be where you really want to be right. uh, or where someone else is genetically. Mm-hmm. Um, so wellness was, you know, something that they had to put in. I don't know if I'm moving to wellness. We'll see. Um, I don't even know how they're going to judge that, honestly. They have, they have standards. It, it is a, already a... I think bikini is hard enough. I, I think... I don't even know how you judge that. They have, like, criteria for both, but it's, I think it's hard because there's so many girls in there, too. There's so many looks. Yeah. I, I think with the problem with wellness is that there are going to be girls from figure who are going to come down. Right. And then there's going to be, a, I'm going to say, a lot of bikini competitors are going to move. Right. Um, 
there's probably going to be a lot of them that don't belong in that class. They probably belong where they, right. you know, where they were previously. They just needed to lean out more. Well, it's going to be like it's just going to be like all those other classes. It shouldn't be like because you see at the amateur shows, like for guys at least, they're competing in both physique and then they're doing bodybuilding. And they're doing men's phys- like the physique, the what's the classic. other one? Classic physique. Yeah, they and usually, they're doing body. I'm like, you shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, usually they go classic physique to physique, or bodybuilding to classic physique. Yeah. Well, I saw a dude do all three. That's crazy. I was like, you shouldn't be able to do that. that I mean, you can, but you shouldn't place. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like it. Yeah, I mean, I do think the same thing. Like, I think there's like a question on like like some people feel like you should be able to do both right but if you're truly that division you're not going to look like the other one so you right. shouldn't be able to win in figure and you should and bikini at the same time right they are looking for different looks exactly how can you be one and not the other right so i mean they, at national shows they don't usually let you cross over right which you know that's why you see an amateur all the time yeah but an amateur yeah they do um but like um what has the discipline that you've gotten from doing all this um, taken you in your just your regular life, like with work or whatever else you do? Well, I think when you look at what you do for bodybuilding, like you don't miss a day. You right. get, I mean, there are times you're like, how am I going to eat all this food? Like I worked um, two jobs at when I was prepping for North Americans. I did it for the Arnold too, but I stopped um, a couple weeks out, and I'd be working fourteen hours a day. And I'm like, one of the jobs was like was waitressing, so I didn't have time to. I couldn't be like, oh, hold on, like let me eat. Um, it's six o'clock. I have to eat my food now. Um, so I think, you know, you overcome so much that is some of the things that you're you know you're worrying about really that difficult to do right. like if i can minimal compared to yeah yeah if i can you know get up at 4 a.m on even when i like was out um you know i'm not usually out late but there have been times where like for example when we went and picked up my stepdaughter from the airport she, her flight got delayed she didn't get in you know till midnight i had work i got up that morning at 4 a.m to work out i worked all day we got in the car and went up to Baltimore. I didn't get home till two. Yeah. I didn't go to sleep. I went to the gym. I was like, well, if I go to sleep now, I'm not going to get up for cardio. So I'm going to go now. And then I'll, I'll go to bed for an hour or two before work. So I think, you know, knowing that you will give up things or you'll make time for things, for things that really are important, kind of like, when you put it next to say if you know if there's something I, I want to do but I'm like oh well do I really want to do it well you you did that so if you really wanted it you would put the same amount of like effort into it right. so I feel like you learn that there really isn't any limit mm-hmm. to what you want you if you want something the only person who's stopping you is really yourself right you know so I think you learn that limits are, there isn't really a clear line to what limits are right. Um, when you've, you know, broken a bunch of limits, you know, in bodybuilding. So I think it's helped me like see how disciplined I can be, um, with, you know, whatever it is, you know, food or, you know, making time for certain people or doing this like time management. Right. 
I think time management's a huge thing you have to have in bodybuilding mm-hmm. because everything is timed out. Your foods, your supplements. Like I took supplements with every meal. Like everything had to be set out. Like you learn to do things ahead of time, plan. You know, be proactive instead of putting everything off to the last minute because. If you have, you know, six meals you have to eat every single day and you didn't cook anything until, you know, Sunday night, like, that are going to be up really late? Like, you kind of have to plan out, you know, your whole day. Right. Um, or even when you go to, you know, events, it's like you had to plan out, okay, well, if I'm on Wednesday, you know, I usually go lift, but now, you know, I have to go to this event. Now I got to look at the rest of my week and figure out, Okay, do I have a rest day? Like, where does that fall? Like, do I have to get up early in the morning, like even earlier than I do to get it done? Um, So I think it kind of teaches you how to be organized, how to, you know, plan ahead, and also, like, how to roll with the punches sometimes. Because things don't always go as planned. Like Mm -hmm. I said, you might wake up late. (laughs) So it's like, all right, now what? Or you might get to the gym and like, there'd be times I'd have to do, I'd have a specific, I'd be like, all right, they'd be like, oh, do an hour of cardio on the stepper. Mm -hmm. But they're all taken or one's broken. And it's like, okay, well, I might feel like I'm going to melt down because I need this piece of equipment. And like, if I don't do this, I feel like, I don't know, like, you know, in your mind, you, you feel like if I don't do this one exercise, like, I'm going to get on stage and they're going to be like, oh, sorry. Oh, you and you're that. like, man, I didn't do, like, enough, like, I should have done that. Rows, you should have done them. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, man, if I had done that extra yeah. set, like, you know, so I think, um, you know, you get to that point where you're like, all right, well, now what? What, what can I do um, to change that? Like, you kind of can't melt down. Right. You're going to have to figure out, like, all right, well, okay, I can't do this exercise, or I, I can't get on the separate, but maybe if I do this instead. Yeah. Um, I think it also helps with communication. Yeah. Um, my coach knows everything, every single thing. He probably knows more than my husband knows. Yeah. Because I get up in the morning, I top my weight. You know, if, if I had, you know, like, my period, he'd know. If I, you know, if there was anything, if oh, I had yeah. bloating, if I didn't get, you know, enough sleep, like, if I ate. You know, he knew down to the tablespoon of how much salt I ate, yeah. how much water I drank. Yeah, you know, so it's to, yeah. so it's like you you get to there are uncomfortable conversations right. that you end up having with someone, mm-hmm. and sometimes like your conversations, hey, like I fucked up, yeah. and then being able to like own up to that and not hide about it um, because they need to know. Right. So I think that kind of helps you. You know, in everyday life, because there's going to be times you're going to have uncomfortable conversations, right. and you want to just, you know, or you fucked up and you don't want to tell someone, and you're like, how many times did I think, oh crap, like I have to tell him, like I didn't do fasted cardio, or maybe I ate a little bit more peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Sixteen weeks out, like not right before, like I would right. never, <laughs> ever. Um, like closer to show, but like, right. you know, there are times when like stuff happens or, you know, in reverse when I would, you know, be like, oh, I fucked up. Like, I know that this wasn't what I should have done, but this is what I did. And it, it kind of helps you like see like their reaction. So it's like, okay, they could blow up or they couldn't. And then a lot of times they don't. So when you have that conversation with someone, you know, 
about just like everyday thing and you want to tell them something, but you're not sure how they're going to react. It's like, you kind of have a pinpoint where, okay, well, I won't know until I tell them. You know, I, there were plenty of times I thought someone else was going to freak out about, you know, my diet or, you know, how I look or, you know, whatever I had fess up to and it was fine. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe this will be the same. Right. So... That's crazy. I didn't realize because I think that's what that's probably what helps me in my life is, you know, just something as simple as, hey, someone's on that machine. Okay, what what can I work that does the same thing? What can I do that does that same thing? You know, how is how that's I think that's helped me in my regular life because. I'm always talking about adapting, adapting to the situation. Mm-hmm. You know, if something bad happens, okay. Um, it's my choice if I want to get angry or not, or not, you know. But what can I do to change, you know, what do I have to do now to make it better so I'm not angry? You have to adapt, you know. Say, like, you wanted to go do something, but it started raining. Okay, what are we going to do now? Mm-hmm. You know, just those simple little things. And I think it might have been, like, just doing those things in the gym um, and now like, I don't even, I don't go to the gym, you know, I'm kind of boycotting them cause I'm just, I don't know, just from working in them and just being around them. I'm just kind of sick of it, but, um, figuring out things like when I'm training in my home gym, okay, I don't have, I have mostly like barbell stuff. Okay. What can I do with this barbell that can mimic this machine? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like doing those kind of things. And I think that's helped me in my, um, just right all like everyday life, just trying to adapt to situations and not get angry about bad things and not let things really bother me. Well, do you notice that? Like, I don't know. I know for me, like a lot of times, like, in the shows and stuff, like, I'd be prepping and be, like, four weeks out. I would have, like, a total meltdown because I didn't think I was ready or I didn't, you know, and I think, you know, then everything turns out okay and you're, like, why do I do this to myself? Like, I'm doing it to myself. No one else is. Like, I put too much stress on myself. Yeah. So I feel like it definitely helps you because you go through all those things, you learn so much about yourself, like, like you kind of when you do it multiple times like how many i mean i did nine shows i mean probably a good plenty of them i was like freaking out four weeks out and then i got to the point where it's like that's one that's not helping mm-hmm. i'm not gonna get anywhere from freaking out about it i'm not gonna be better like i'm not gonna get there faster um and then they always worked out so it's like you kind of learn like do you really need to freak out about everything? Exactly. Is it okay to like take a step back and then figure out, okay, well, this is what we're going to just do this. And then if that yeah. works, it works. If it doesn't, you know, we'll find another alternative then. Like, so I definitely think going through those experiences and then, and then finally being like, like, why, why are you like this? Like yeah. you're always like this. And like being able to see it, I think when it's like repetitive, Mm-hmm. You you do get to see like what you like what your flaws are, yeah. um, so you can then work on them because you recognize them. So I think because bodybuilding is so um, repetitive mm-hmm. that you do get to learn that, yeah. where you might not in every day. Yeah, so. it's it's funny because I think um, my second show, which was a shit show, like from the get go, you know, like. 
Is that uh, the one you like? Uh, oh. The tanning? <laughs> Is that the tanning one? <laughs> it was awful. It looked so good when it first went on. I was like a black dude. Like I was that dark. Yeah. Um, but then like I had sunburn or something and before and it was just starting to peel. So like everything just like is separated. The tan separated everywhere. I looked blotchy. It was awful. Yeah. Um, Sue tried to like dad me up and all this kind of stuff and it just wasn't working and um, my mind was out of it from the beginning. Yeah. So I was like, whatever, fuck everything. Like I'm just going to go. I'm going to pose. I'm going to leave. You know, I don't care what I place. I don't care what I do. It's whatever, you know. Because um, at a bigger show, like, I don't know. Did I do? Oh, yeah, I did. Or do, never mind. I did do a routine. I don't. I didn't remember doing it. But um, getting there, we had all my food in a cooler. And the ice packs just made it soggy. And all my food was destroyed. And I was like, really? You know, it was my first time ever traveling with like food and stuff so i had no idea what to do you know um didn't know you had to ask for a fridge and microwave um so i was eating just cold food and soggy food and other stuff and the tan uh was shit and then all that stuff you know uh my flip-flops broke um we went out to eat after prejudging and i found a metal coil in my burger I was like, dude, this. I was like, let's let's just get past this weekend, you know. Yeah. Um, Which is a shame because, you know, yeah, I didn't even think about all the time I put into it. You know, it just wasn't. That's why I, every time I talk, I kind of refer to my first show, is because I take pride in it because I didn't have that knowledge that I do now. Yeah. And I still and I dieted like twenty weeks. Um. And I did cardio every morning, every night. I didn't know what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I just did it, you know, and... We have no expectations. Right. That's, like, the best thing about the first show is that you don't know what you're going to look like. You don't know who else... You don't don't worry about, like, what is everyone else going to look like because you have no idea. We got backstage and everyone had this, like, special oil and stuff. We used Pam. But still, people do. <laughs> people love Pam. I still see oh, yeah. like you know. But the thing was, on there. Um, my wife sprayed my feet. So when I was posing, I was slipping oh. like crazy, and um, and I was trying to stay still, all this kind of stuff. And um, I look at the pictures now. I was like, oh, that posing was awful. <laughs> oh, I know. But still, I can't look at mine. Yeah, yeah, but like, but you're just like, but I did it. Yeah. You know, I did it. Like for me, I did it myself. I had no coach. I did it. Um, when a lot of people, even my own family thought I wouldn't do it, they're like, oh, he's just going to quit. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, I just always look back at that and I kind of forget my second, I mean, I still looked good and I was five pounds heavier. Um, actually no, I was three, seven pounds heavier at my second show. So, I mean, I still, I put on a good amount of muscle. I still looked good, but, um, just the whole weekend was awful. You know, and then taking that time off to gain, uh, to get bigger. And then I started with Fred and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, but then that's when the house and the wedding, the engagement and all that kind of stuff hit. And I was just like, do I really want this? Right. You know what I mean? Um, and it'll always be there. So you can always go back. Yeah. It's always going to be there. You know what I mean? Um, sometimes, you know, what makes me want to go back is when I see pictures like at the Delaware, I'm like, 
I could diet for like six weeks and be on stage. You know, what my mean? first prep was seven. Yeah, it got harder after that for sure. Like, yeah. um, I have to do longer preps now. But yeah, I was like a war machine too. Yeah, like I didn't. You know, how like Sue gives you like free foods, like yeah. Jello. I didn't do any of it. Yeah, like I didn't eat it. I was like, let's go. Yeah. I mean, I was, I'm the so. same way. I'm the same way. And um, I mean, she was just telling me yesterday. She was like, I. She was like, I've um. I didn't really have too many competitors like you. I was like, what do you mean? She was like, that just put their head down and just did it. Like, you didn't ask any questions. I was like, that's just not how, how I am. Right. You know? Um, I don't like to ask questions either, which yeah. you do need to so for certain right. things. Yeah. Like, I never wanted to do that. And, like, that is something, like, I have learned. Because you really – coaches are great. Yeah. But sometimes the method that they have, like – don't work for you or you know sometimes like if it's if it's something that you don't feel good doing like it's good to ask questions um so that can be like a good thing Mm -hmm. to you know just put your head down and just go but like at the end of the day it's your health your body you know it better than anybody so if something's not working or you're you know yeah well that time messed up like you know well (laughs) but you do like you know like a coach can give you like food and workouts and stuff but like you're the one who's going to feel it. So you're going to know, like, if something messes up your stomach, she's she's not going to know. Right. Especially if you don't say something. You're exactly. like, hey, is this normal? Like, I think that was the one time I said something, though, because she mixed. I had to use. I was just telling my wife this the other day. I was like, yeah, the only time I complained or had to tell her about something was, like, she put in Gatorade with like a post workout or something, and it was tearing my stomach up. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think it was the sugars and all that kind of it just isn't. Right. I think that was the only time I ever really said anything, but um, that's how I am with everything. I'm not a complainer. Yeah. I just kind of like figure it out myself. I know. But. I'm the same way. Yeah. Like I remember after the Arnold, my coach posting about how you know I didn't complain about like all the stuff we did like I was doing it's not the most I've ever done but I was doing like an hour of hit cardio on the stairs um occasionally like I was doing sprints at night we were eating like you know obviously you eat like very little Mm -hmm. and he was just like oh she never she hasn't complained once like she just says all right I'll do it and and I, I, I remember reading it being like what was there to complain about? (laughs) I didn't like, that was never something that I even thought of. Like, yeah, was I tired? I mean, I would ask him, Hey, like, are you going to make me do sprints tonight? Because like, I mean, I'll do it, but I don't know if I physically can. I mean, I'll do it. Like I'll just be bawling my eyes out on the treadmill, but like, which I mean, there was one day I did because I was like, I need to get done. He said to do it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna do it. But there wasn't a point where I was like, oh man, I can't do it. It was more like I'll find a way to do it. If, you know, yeah. I'll just tape myself up. <laughs> yeah. I think for me now, if I was to compete, it'd be so much harder. Um, but back then, that's all I thought about. Yeah. That's all I like. Um, live and breathe you know what i mean like that's all it was well i think when you get older and you have like a family you have stuff here it's 
because it's it's not only you're not sacrificing just yourself. You're someone else is sacrificing, yeah. whether they're in the gym or not. Like yeah. they can't do things. They can't, you know, buy things maybe mm-hmm. because let's be honest, how much do, you know, good quality food and supplements cost? Exactly. Like, so it, it's financially stressful for your other, you know, your other half or, uh, physically, like, I mean, you know, I, I mean, time, yeah. I don't, yeah, to that. And I don't know about you, but like, sometimes I'm just a bitch yeah. in prep, like not so much like the more I did it, yeah. but I know like in the first couple ones, like I was somewhat miserable it wasn't like i was miserable because i liked doing it but there were days i remember my mom coming over and being like oh my god like why are you doing this you seem miserable and i wasn't i just was tired and hungry and you know i just with everything i had to do so it's like and then other people don't necessarily understand so you're you're mentally fatigued as well as like physically and i think people think like oh well you know, they just think kind of like physically yeah. you know, how how it puts stress, but it mentally puts stress on yourself, and therefore it puts that same mental stress on you know your partner or your you know, your family or your mm-hmm. friends. Um, so it's hard. I think like with the older you get, like you realize like I love this, but is it worth like all the pain and stress I'm putting on someone else? Yeah. I mean, it's crazy because, um, I mean, I owe a lot to my wife because she stuck with me when, you know, like I think the biggest times I had were, um, when I had to go through my cycles of PCT and like wean off like mm-hmm. what I was using. Um, cause of course you start getting weaker, yeah. you know, and when I wasn't lifting the weights and having the energy that I had just a week ago or two, you know, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, there was, there was times I cried. Because, like, I was just so upset and I was so angry. And I was like, if I don't lift this weight, like, I'm not going to get bigger. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was so, I was so, oh, I don't know, man. It was just, um, it was a lot. And I, and I step back now and I look at it and I'm just, like, looking at what it did to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, I mean, I've been off that stuff for about three years, I think, now. Um. But uh, it's it's definitely a different feeling because on it I felt like I could, nothing could happen to me, nothing. I felt powerful. I felt like I could pick up anything and all this kind of stuff, you know. But now I I worked my way up to now I'm lifting what I lifted when I was on gear, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. So now that makes me feel good about myself, and I'm just like, oh shit, I'm actually at that point you know well and you know like i know people think and i'm guilty of it too because when you're new you don't really know and you think well that person's using this or using that or mm-hmm. and i know a lot of people online think that like you see um like even bikini competitors where people are like well what are you taking it's like just just because like I, you know i look this way doesn't mean i'm like taking something yeah, that's like the first thing they go for. And it's like, it's not a magic pill. Like, exactly. No you, matter what you do. There right. are plenty of people who use gear and look normal. Yeah. Because like, it's yeah. not as simple as like. Just taking it. Right. Like yeah. you don't, you don't become like the Hulk because you take like, you, you got know. train, right? Yeah. So it's like, it's not even it, what, food. Like sometimes it's like dosage and stuff. So it's like, 
I said, I was the same way where I'm like, in the beginning where I'm like, man, like she's got to be like, use something. And then you kind of get to this point where you're like, well, no, like when you actually realize like what it needs, like to get there, it's like, mm-hmm. that's, you could use it and still look like crap. Yeah, exactly. So I think people like also feel, I mean, you probably felt the same way too. Like, oh, like I'm using this, like I, you know, I can do anything. And now, you know, you're seeing like, it wasn't a magic pill, like. I still needed to put the work in. I still need to do it. And, you know, now like I'm doing that and that's, you know, why you're seeing, you know, why you're seeing a result because yeah. you, because it's not magic. It, it might help a fraction. I and mean, it, it helps a lot, but <laughs> I, think, I think some, like, I know some people like it works like just anything like, you know, there's a lot out there, but yeah. I think some things work really well for certain people yeah. and some things don't. Well, when you first started, like I blew up really quick um and i was kind of scared because this dude i worked at uh the gym with that got me onto it he um he told me he's like hey man you need to wear bigger clothes because i can see that you're getting bigger i was like oh shit you know because i didn't want no one to know um so i started wearing like baggy clothes and stuff like that like when i trained in the gym and um, so then I let a little bit more time go by and I was just like, yo, fuck this, whatever, you know, but it was what it was, you know, and it, mm-hmm. it was an experience that I had and, um, it was a choice I made, you know, but, um, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know if I would, I wouldn't really do it again. I don't really need to. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was what I thought I needed to do to, uh, get to where I wanted to be. Sometimes it is. And it is. Like in NPC, like, especially like men, like, or like the bigger classes. Unless you're a genetic freak. Like I've seen some that are naturally just gifted. Right. You know, and they're usually black guys. But, um, but then they can only take that to a certain point. Right. And and, and if you want to become that, you have to, you know, which is why, uh, a lot of bodybuilding isn't on national television, you know? And now they're really not going to be on national television because they're doing stupid shit, you know? Yeah. I don't know if you heard all those stories <laughs> yeah. about, like, Sean Roden and, yeah. you know, um, I, don't even, I don't even know. Like that, I don't, that whole thing, like, not necessarily, like, that itself, but, like, I was reading like, comments mm-hmm. that people were making about, it wasn't even, like, the girl. It was, like... Because, you know, it was like a, a bikini competitor, I guess. Yeah. But, like, the things that people were saying about bikini competitors as a whole, to me, was, like, disgusting. And sometimes Ooh. I, like, sometimes I struggle with that because, like, a figure I felt was, like, respected and bikini is not right. at all. And there's no reason that it's not, like... Because they haven't seen bikini competitors train. And some don't. Right. But, I mean, but I mean, there are probably some men bodybuilders. Well, maybe not bodybuilders, but you know, competitors or figure competitors that I'm like, okay, there are probably bikini competitors who are training harder than you. Like, exactly. some of your stuff is bullshit. Yeah. Um. But I, I had to tell a friend. He was like, "Oh, bikinis," and it was when I was in figure, and I'm like, they're doing the same thing. They are. To get to that level, you have to do something. There's, you can't just put that aside. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're on another level. And, right. and well, you know, 
as a as a competitor, how hard it is also because there's so many. I feel like to get to that, my preps in bikini were way harder than they were in figure. Yeah. Like I had to do so much more. Like there was a point where I was doing like two hours and 45 minutes of cardio. And on top of that, I was lifting and I, and I was working full, a uh, full job, a time job. And I was eating like probably very little. So like mm-hmm. sometimes it's like you're still pushing through that. Where like, if you're in like women, like I have, you know, friends who are, you know, in physique and it's like, they're eating 3,000 calories in the beginning, yeah. you know, and they drop down to maybe like 2,500, you know, I mean, something like that. So you can push weight at that, at that point, yeah. you know, you're, you're able to do everything. Like, yeah, there's a point where you maybe drop back more and it gets harder, but I mean, the, the span for, you know, someone who's a bikini competitor mm-hmm. is so much lower. And that's why you do see people like starving, right? um, because there's like, where else do you go? Yeah. If you're if you're starting at two thousand calories on your off season, like there's only one way to go. Right. So they're doing the same amount of work. They just don't have the, the big muscles to what shop. Were, what were some of the um like one or two of the comments that they were saying? Like just about um pretty much like that bikini competitors were, you know, all out to you know she was just like making shit up. No, they were, like, specifically talking about... It was basically a bunch of mostly men talking about how, you know, bikini competitors, all bikini competitors, like, cheat on their husbands and are gold diggers and, you know, that that type of, like, mentality. And so it's hard for me as someone who, like, yes, I love being a bikini competitor. But, like... To, to like to like stereotype them in like one comment or seeing those comments, it's like, okay, so what? I like being on stage in a bathing suit and you know prancing around, okay. But that doesn't mean like I don't. I'm not loyal to my husband or I'm not like a family person. There's plenty of bikini competitors who have families or yeah. moms who you know have a real profession. Right. Like just because you know one or two people who fit that. Okay, I can probably tell you a bunch of like people who like guys that are probably just as bad. Yeah, I mean, you know? and that's so, where you get that that double standard. You know, that girls do it; these girls are this, and because they do that, and guys are aren't really, you know, looked at the same. Well, and do you ever but, notice? So, like, they are real. I feel like even some of the women do it too. Um, and they talk about you know oh, the back pose and all that. I'm like. Okay, cool. Like, if it's done right, it really should be that way. It really, figure does the same thing. It's just their arms are out mm-hmm. and their feet are together. Mm-hmm. But you're still sticking your ass out yeah. so you can see your hamstrings. Right. And I find it funny because I don't know if, like, you follow, like, like a lot of women bodybuilders. But they're the first ones to be, like, completely naked. Yeah. Or to post, like, you know, kind of provocative things. Right. No one ever says anything about that. Yeah. But it's always, like, someone who's, you know, in a tiny, like, you know, 
pair of shorts and a sports bra. I'm like, that person's covered. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, when it's, it's, I don't think you can ever, just because it's what someone does, you can't ever group them into right. that kind of thing. You know, um, it's a lot what we do as a culture is stereotype. So it's just like that kind of thing. It's just like um, people think trainers sleep with their clients all the time. No, they don't always. Because I know some that did. <laughs> yeah. But um, I actually caught one guy doing it. But, um, And it sucks that on something like that, that they're going, that's what they're talking about. You know what I mean? Like, I know it was just an accusation. Right. And there wasn't, like, a whole bunch of facts about it um, when I read it. But I automatically think he's guilty. You know what I'm saying? When a guy does that. Cause See, she, I don't. See, I mean, but it depends, but it depends. I did not automatically think he was guilty. Cause sometimes I do think if girls don't get their way, people will believe them, whatever they say. I mean, I don't necessarily think like, I mean, look, it could happen to me. Like I'm not making, I'm not making an assumption on it. Like right. I kind of feel like it was fucked up that they took away his Olympia qualification over an accusation. Like but, I get it. You want, I get you want to like separate yourself from that. Right. But he earned that. Yeah, he did. And it's an accusation. So what happens if it comes out? But there that was it also, wasn't? but there was also DNA because uh, they found his DNA around her nipple. But how do you know it wasn't consensual? I didn't. I'm, I'm not saying that's but, true too. You know, like, and that's like what a lot of people are saying, and it's like it could be true. To me, like. But that's true too. But also, if I was Sean and it was consensual, I would be flipping out and like coming out and like right. out of the world, world, just like media everywhere. I'd be like, "Yo, I did not do this," but he hasn't. He didn't do that. But that's they're probably strategic about that. You know, I don't because know. you know, if he, you know, sometimes you say things and it's too much. Yeah. So. To me, like I try not to make assumptions. Yeah. And so, like it's it's easy to get caught up yeah and be like oh that's you know what it is but how many times does it come up that it really didn't happen right so and i don't i don't personally feel like if you know i was accused of something i would yeah. want it everyone to just put me through the ringer right before they even found out if it was or not right so but i do agree with like banning him was a little much yeah <laughs> you know what i mean but it looks like i saw the list of competitors and they had him on there so yeah i don't know because then like i said what if he gets cleared and you're like, well, you can't come. Then what? Then you kind of look. I mean, I, I, like I, said, I know it's an organization. I know they yeah. want to like, they want to, they don't want to not ban him because if it does come out to be true, right. but like, then you banned him and it's not, you know. I think he and will. I think they, he'll compete. Who did they um, asked, who is it that they asked to come back? Oh, it was. Who won the Olympia in 20... Cedric. Cedric, because oh, he, yeah. Yeah, he didn't get... Um, they tried to give him a special invitation. Yeah. Uh, same with Big Rami. Oh, I didn't know that he, they gave him one. Yeah. I know they gave Cedric one. They gave one. him a special invitation, and then they were like, oh, we're just handing these things out now, you know, because Cedric didn't get enough points. That's his problem. Right. You can't just be handing out stuff. Um, right, and it's like, did you just do that because... Sean. Yeah. 
But Sean's a whole different story. Right. Like, you know, you got to handle it in a different way. You can't just be handing out. I think it's because everyone's saying that it's going to be a shitty show, so they just want to have all the good people Maybe there. they should just let him do it, and then he could have and forced him to, like, donate his winnings to, you know, like a center for, you know, rape victims. <laughs> I feel like that, I don't know, like, is being banned from the Olympia or not getting, like, winning and not getting $230,000. What's yeah. worse? You know? Yeah, like, I mean. I don't know. I, you had that money and it's yeah, like, Yeah, I mean, it's, that's a tough position to be in, you know, to um, try and make that. But I definitely think banning him was a little too much. I think they should wait until more evidence comes out. Yeah. But I guess. So. I mean, who knows how long that'll even be done? That's true too. Which, but to me, I, I mean, like maybe they should have let him compete and said it's not. We don't know what didn't have, didn't take place like on our you know at our show or you know what you do in the hotel is what you do in the hotel like you know and then like I said because it's also you're like why was she up there by herself when her photographer and her boyfriend were downstairs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's... it's. I was like, why didn't they come up with her? Well, did you see um, that they were talking about, I guess, her family was like a bunch of, um, like, f- like, fraud, like, did, like, a bunch of fraud, and she was, like, named as, like... Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, so that A couple years ago, like, I guess her, they were, they, I can't, I'll have to find it. Someone was, they were talking about it on one of the podcasts, um... And they like post it. So it's a guy talking about. He pulled up like an article where her, she was named as like an accessory. Right. Uh, she wasn't the main person, but it was like a, about a fraud case, like some scam. So he was saying, "Well, you know, we're kind of scamming people. You know, from like you did it before. Mm-hmm. What's to say you're not kind of doing it again?" I don't. I don't really know anything about her. I've never. I. The only way, reason I know who it was is because I looked for the video that that guy was talking about with, like, the whole fraud thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have, like, a any type of uh, educated say on her and her character. But yeah. I don't know. I feel like you don't know if he's guilty. And technically, by law, like, you're not guilty until proven innocent. So should we really be taking away something from somebody right. that could be innocent. Right. Like I said, maybe hold his hold his like prize until he gets cleared and if he doesn't, like Or I think it's just the fact that he was accused of it and they just want to have him in limbo until things get figured out for it. You know what I'm but saying? But that could be years. Right. I mean court cases don't take two months. Like so he's losing out on the Olympia his chance right now and i mean he earned it i mean i know it's like a hard hard thing to do but like it's not really the same it's not like he did something in the organization like so i feel like he should have been able to still compete and then you find out what the repercussion is at that point like like i said do we make him donate a portion of it to like rape victim like you know Counseling or whatever, do we hold it until we find out? And if not, like strip him of his title, then like because he could be innocent. Right. I mean, he could not be, but we don't we don't know, and it's going to take time for them to figure it out. Yeah, I think he'll end up competing anyway. You know. Yeah. But 
I don't know. So what has um speaking of like all that social media stuff, um what is your your experience with social media? You know what I'm saying? Cuz I know you you do all the photo shoots and you post those kind of pictures and um you post your uh like competing pictures and all that kind of stuff. Do people give you a lot of like positive negative feedback or do you get feedback from it at all? I think I think I'm lucky. Um I think most of my fans are anime fans, honestly. Okay. Um so I don't really get a lot of like negative yeah. feedback. Um I think most people are positive. I think I've had one like one bad like um part like I mean I get like, oh you look great or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm guys like you know love some of them but i don't think i've ever had i've only had one instance where someone was like really negative and that was a guy and he ran the wrong way and i i I blasted him for that like i blocked him and i posted it for you know people to see not not because like i feel like he needed to like get what was to do or whatever but like It was just so crazy to me. Like, how about what he say? What so basically, it was right before the Arnold. Like, he had commented on something. He sent me a message because I had posted. I think it was like I was nine days out or something, and I had posted. You know, and he, and he just sent me a message. And I entertain messages sometimes. Like, I don't. I like to talk to people. Like, I don't. Like, I'm fine with just having a conversation. Yeah. Whether I know you or not, like. So he just asked me, you know, how I felt about, like, my physique. Like, did I think I was going to do well? And I, you know, I, my problem area is my, like, hamstring area. Like, my glute hamstring area. So, you know, I probably shouldn't have. But I'm, like, I'm pretty open about stuff. So I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I think I look good. But, you know, I'm nervous about, like, my, you know, hamstrings and glutes. Like, I don't know if they're you know, where they need to be yet. You know, maybe they'll get there. They're the best they've looked, but, you know, you just never know. Um, They could still probably, you know, look better. They're not as lean as, you know, some people's are. So we just, he was like, oh, okay. And, you know, just chatting. And then I think it was the day I got to the Arnold. I got this really weird message from him and it I don't even know what he said. He was like, oh, something, something, like, fat ass. And I'm like, okay, well, that's weird. But, like, and I remember sitting on the couch. Like, you're a fat ass or you're not a fat ass? I don't. <laughs> I felt like he was, like, kind of said, like, like calling me fast, ass. But, like, but like right. in, like, a, I just felt, like, the way that it was, like, worded. I was like, okay, well, maybe he's, like, kind of, like, joking. Like, yeah. maybe he's, like, kind of being, you know, just, like, awkward. And I remember reading it to my coach, and he was like, weird like it's a weird way to flirt with someone so I didn't really think of it as anything I was like all right not gonna respond to that like that was weird yeah. what about my thing you know what about my day like like did my show and everything and then I think it was like the week it must have been, I think it was that Sunday after so I competed on or maybe it was like a, it was either, it was a Sunday I don't know if it was like the Sunday I got home because I, I competed on uh, Thursday, so I went Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Got home on Sunday, um, so it must have been the following week because I went out to get like food with my husband and his friend. It was a Sunday, and I just 
got a, a message and I pulled it up and it was him and he was like, oh, have you, he's like, something like, have, you know, have you made uh, improvements to my ass or something yet? Something like along that lines, like. Like it was his? Like. Or basically, like, or like, you know, have you done anything? Have you like gotten like that, you know, ass under control kind of thing? And I'm like, uh, so I'm like, what? So I was, so I said, like, what the fuck, like? And he was like, oh, like, you know, someone's gotta like keep you accountable. And I'm like, dude, I was like, I don't do, sh- I don't like make my body for you right. or for anybody. Like, right. if anything, it's my my husband, my coach, and myself. Yeah. That's all I care about. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, what the hell? And he just kind of like, he was like, if I'm, if, if I don't like get on you about it, like, it was the weirdest thing. And I flipped out. I was like, I like was like, fuck you. Like, this was like not appropriate kind of thing. Like, and he had said something. About, oh, he had said like, oh, have you worked on that fat ass yet or something? It was like something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I am far beyond. Like, I'm far from fat. Like, you're calling me fat right now, and I kind of took it that way. And, like, I know some people are like, oh, he's probably just, like, flirting. I'm like, first off, who flirts with someone and insults them? Like, no one. Like, you shouldn't. Yeah. No no female is going to take that as a, like, as a way to, like, be like, oh, yeah, I want to talk to this guy. Like, also, I don't know. Like, it's right there on my page that I am married yeah. So you shouldn't really be flirting with me anyway. Like if you if you do like whatever, but I'm married, so it's there's nothing gonna come out of that. So right. I was like, even still, like even still, you don't you don't say that, right? I'm but like, the thing is though that you told a guy that you're working on your hamstrings and glutes. You know what I'm saying? Well. That's where you. That's where you kind of like fuck like, a little bit. But like, yeah. But I was guys like, are weird like that. Yeah, I know. Especially talking about the butt. You know what I mean? Well, and I'm like, like it wasn't like we were just. It was like a con- like conversation on like he had asked me on like a, a video. Like it was like the video I post of like my posing. Right. So like to me, like you're asking how I feel. I'm like, well, I feel okay. I was like, I'm kind of nervous about like, you know, I'm not sure I'm going to be lean enough. So like to me, like. I don't know. Maybe I just talked to a bunch of competitors and like it's fine, yeah. like, and they get it. Yeah. To me, it's that my hamstrings are no different from like my quads or right. my shoulders. Like, right. um, but it was really weird. Like, and the fact that he was like, oh, like, some, like, call me a fat ass was just, I thought it was very strange. And I'm like, I don't care. Like, you can think I'm fat. Whatever, yeah. um, but like my whole thought was too. Like, what if you said this to someone who really has issues about that? Exactly. Like, you could have totally destroyed, you know, somebody by saying that. Right. Like, I don't care. You can say whatever you want, but yeah, because someone more weak-minded, you know, is going to take it to another place in their heart. You know, what I'm saying they're going to really right. get offended by it. Well, and think about it. I was. Well, you were offended by it, but I was. I don't think yeah. it screwed. It wasn't you know, really like really, a, you didn't really care too much. No, I like it was like all right, whatever. I'm gonna blast you, whatever. Get rid of you and. But I was 122 pounds, so like, yeah. Why were you calling <laughs> me fat at all? Like, yeah, I just exactly. thought that was kind of ridiculous. Like, I don't, I don't really know, like, in what context he meant it in. Yeah, I don't know. 
but it was like the it was just and like at first that's why I said like what the fuck and because I thought he was gonna be like oh well you know like he, the way when the when he said it originally I was kind of like oh like I don't know if this is like a if, if he was like joking yeah. you know because like. I have conversations, you know, with friends. You might be like, oh, hey, Tubby, like, but they're, you know, your friends, and you're like, is it that way? Oh, yeah, that's different. I thought he was going to, I don't know, I thought it was going to go a different way when I said what the fuck, because I I didn't want to. Either way, I don't think is right. No, but I, like, I just. Because you don't know him. Right, like, I don't know you at all. You really don't know me, but I just, I thought I was going to get. I wasn't sure in how he meant it, but it was the second time he said it, too. Like, the first time I was, I just kind of brushed it off. And then when he said it the second time, it, it was weird. And it, I feel like it wasn't, I feel like it wasn't like a, like a sexual way. Like, that's, I think, the weirdest part about it for me. Like, he literally was like, well, have you worked on this yet? Like, if I'm not going to, like, come, like, if I'm not going to comment about, like, your fat ass, like, you're not, how are you going to even get get it done? I'm like, dude, you're not even, like, really, like, yes. You're, he was, like. started talking to you, too. Like, and he was, like, in shape. But like I'm like, you're not even like a bodybuilder. Like you're not like ripped. Yeah. So and okay. That's what it is. It's always those type of people. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, how are you gonna tell me something about my body? Like when you're not even there. It's like cool. You're you have your opinion, but like, I mean, you probably should look at like, you know, what you look like before you go talking about somebody else. Yeah. So it was just weird. I like it just caught me off guard, and that was probably the only really like negative thing I did have like in the beginning when I first started I posted a picture of me at my first prep so it was like in April yeah I posted a picture of me and then I posted like my six months or maybe it was like when I started like January and I posted like my six months and it was so it was like in June maybe right and I was tan and some girl was like oh well I said you know what six months of hard work and dedication can do for you, you know, and I posted the two next to each other, mm-hmm. and she was like, oh, and a tan, like, and I snapped on her with that, because I'm like, you're basically saying, all I need to do was put a tan on, and I would look, you know, fit, Yeah. and I was like, I just spent, like, you know, six months dieting, and being in the gym, and you're, like, gonna just chalk it up to a tan. Yeah, well, that's why I think you don't have to explain yourself, because anyone that has a comment to say like that, they don't know what you put yourself through. Right. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think I've ever had anything like that. Um, I did. Get, I got kicked out of a group on Facebook because um, I posted arguing? like a transformation picture of myself, um, and then I had like all these people. My phone was blowing up. The first time I've ever had that happen, like with likes and comments from that mm-hmm. group, and. Um, and of course, there was like old older women like making weird, like passes at me and stuff. Like it was really uh, like awkward. Welcome to like, women. Hi. Yeah, I felt, I felt <laughs> like I was like I'm not a piece of meat, you know. Like, um, but then uh, a lady asked me what I did. I told her what I did, and I basically had to um, not refeed. What's it called? Reverse diet. Oh yeah. So I was down too low in my calories. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to add more and I'm keep adding, keep adding. So as I kept adding, I started to lose more body fat. Right. And I was like, oh, shit, here we go. Now I found I started getting in a rhythm. I got myself up to 4,000 calories. 
And then until I felt like I was starting to put on fat, mm-hmm. you know, so I was, I was probably stuck at 3,800. And, um, so I told, I just told her that, you know, I was like, this is what I did. And, um, and for them, it's like, did you eat clean or was it really, if it fits your macros? I'm like, what? I, Clean food fits in your macros. You know you can do that, right? You know I can put rice in my mm-hmm. macros. I can put chicken in my mac. What the fuck does it matter? Um, and then uh, this dude who was like – I looked at his uh, profile. He was like one of the administrators or whatever of the group, and he was just like, uh, oh, we don't, we don't go by what you feel or whatever. We go by facts or whatever. I was like, what is facts? Like, this is my idea. <laughs> This is exactly what I did. I'm not, I had no reason to lie about anything, you know? Um, and then I said, uh, I was like, are you mad because it was that your wife that, um, is talking dirty to me or something like that. And then, and then I tried to like refresh or whatever. And it said, you're not no longer part of this group or whatever, something like that. I, I started dying. It was hilarious. Yeah. And that was within, um, the same day. So it happened like within one to three hours. Of me joining that group, so it was, it was hilarious. Yeah, but just, like people, I think health and fitness is like a very touchy thing for people, um, especially like on social media because they see that, um, and they feel bad about themselves, so they feel like they should say something bad. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When I see something, I'm just like, holy shit! And then I go to the next picture. <laughs> like that's all I do. I. Do a lot of scrolling and a lot of like likes. I don't even read captions. I don't even like shit. I just scroll. Like I, I, sometimes I, I want to like it, but I forget. And I'm just like, nah. I'm always like, oh, I like that. I like that. I like that. So if you need like a follower, like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like great at that liking yeah. people's stuff. Great with engagement. Um, just because I, I like, like a lot of my stuff though. I don't know if I see a lot of your stuff because I That's should. Because you know what I hate is the algorithm yeah. that Instagram has. Like it's like you see like stuff from two days ago. I'm like, what? Yeah, I already seen. I that. saw a couple of things from like real long ago. And I'm like, oh man, I'm gonna play a creep now. Yeah, because <laughs> it just it popped up and I liked it. And I don't. Yeah. Is it, I don't. I was like, oh, five days ago. I'm like, what? I don't. Oh, I fixed that. I don't read captions. Yeah. Like I don't. I mean, I do occasionally, I guess, but. I, mean, I usually right, just like everything. Pictures. Yeah, I like to yeah. look at pictures, and then, you know, if I wanted to read stuff, I'd go on Facebook. Right. Um, so, yeah, I'm like, I like to like pictures, so yeah. I don't even read half the stuff. And <laughs> most people don't comment on my things occasionally, it's, but it's mostly like, oh, you look great, or, you know, this or that. Cool, I know. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I, think, I think because most people follow me not for fitness, that... Oh, for the anime thing? Yeah, like, they follow me for different for other reasons. So, like, um, people who watch anime are, for the most part, very um, acceptable of other people because oh, yeah. it's a weird it's, thing it, it to watch. Weird. Like, How did um, you even get into that? Well, I mean, I've always really liked it, but it just was never really something that like, is it I just put... Something, is it just like cartoons? Or do you, like, do, like... Do you have, like... The stuffed animal, like the the toys and stuff. No, I don't have the toys um, because one where I put them. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, I mean, I like clothing and stuff. That's like anime. Yeah. But it's mostly just like um, watching. Yeah. And I know they're they're cartoons, but they're really not cartoons. Like. What's it called? Well, it's animation. Anime. Anime. Yeah, it's animation, but like 
it's not kid appropriate. Oh, really? Not at all. Like, oh, not at all. I mean, there's some that, like, I know, like, I mean, even, like, Dragon Ball, which I love. Yeah. And I watched it as a kid. When I look, when I rewatched the whole season or the whole, like, series yeah. um, after Dragon Ball Super came out uh, because I didn't have anything to watch. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to watch Dragon Ball again. And I was like, oh, my God, I don't remember all this stuff. Like, Yeah, it's crazy. Because it's, like, not appropriate. Yeah. Like, like the old, you know, guys who are, like, kind of pervy, definitely pervy, not, yeah. you know. And there was, like, there's some that, like, are graphic. There's some on, like, I there was, like, one series, I the first episode, I was like, I don't know if I can get, get through this. Well, what is most, is it most anime Japanese? Yeah. So, that's that what, is? yeah, it's Japanese okay. animation. Um. Because I know when they do, like, porn and stuff, they can't really show anything. So maybe that's how they get, like... Well, they have, like, cartoon porn. It's called hentai. Hentai, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's very So awkward. maybe that's how they get, like, their fix of that. Because I just in their think, regular porn, they can't, like, show the stuff. Like, the... Well, porn. hentai definitely is that. But it's, like, they just have a different culture. And yeah. I mean, it's... There's, like, you know, they use cuss words. They use, like, that's something that I thought, like, you know, I think is weird. Like, you see, like, cartoon, and they're, they're you know, saying all these, like, bad words. And you're, like, you know, or, like, funny. or the content. Yeah, the yeah. content's not, you know, everything's more, like, exaggerated. So, like, blood and gore and stuff is way more exaggerated in yeah. there than it is in, like, anything you'd see elsewhere. So, sometimes you're, like, it's kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but I guess that's just their culture, and they, they push it a little bit. Yeah. So, like, it's not really kid-appropriate. Right. Um, I like it. I mean, I think it's got... I mean, the storylines are really good, too. Because they are all about, like, overcoming, yeah, like, like, challenges. Yeah. And, like, and there's always, like, an underdog who ends up, like, working really hard and, right. like, ends up being, like, you know, insanely, like, awesome. So it's, like... I mean, it's not really a bad thing. Like, it's not, they're great messages for right. like people if you, you know, if you feel like you're not adequate. They like, have subtitles and stuff? Yeah. So oh, okay. I do watch mine in Japanese. Yeah. But yeah, some shows are in English. Okay. But um, a lot of them, like, once you get past like the first couple seasons, yeah. you're watching it in Japanese. So that's crazy. And I think that's something that, like, not one person who doesn't know you could figure out that that's something that you would like. Yeah. I think a lot of people get really like, you know what I mean? They're like surprised about it. Like they don't, <laughs> <laughs> they don't understand oh, that anime. That's crazy. So, which is why I think I have a lot of followers. I think they don't, they're like, wait, like you like it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. So no, I've, no, I've definitely seen, um, like a lot of different uh, episodes of different ones and stuff like that, and it's very. I love when cartoons use cuss words and they they're vulgar and stuff. That's what like I like South Park because it's so. Yeah, you know, it's just, I don't know. It just makes it more funny. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then also like you put those lessons in there. Of course, like you can learn from it, not just watch it as entertainment, but just something that you can learn from. So I feel like a lot of our cartoons don't have that not that i would be bought like not letting anymore. my kids watch like, right anime but like maybe like there are some that are probably but you know what's funny okay. is like um you know like me and heather are big into disney we're big disney people yeah. and disney is some of the most motivational like lesson learning mm-hmm. type uh 
you know, if you really watch it, especially as an adult, when you watch it, you're like, oh, like that's very motivational. It just says it in a kiddie right. kind of way, you know what I'm saying? Which you didn't understand as a kid. But then when you're older, you're like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, a lot of all the Disney music has it. They're mm-hmm. all like very inspirational and very um, about like um, believing in who you are and not mm-hmm. wanting to be someone else and um, taking pride in uh, who you are and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know, you know, those yeah. kind of things, you know, I love uh, even if they're cartoons, it doesn't matter. I love cartoons, yeah. obviously. Yeah, <laughs> but, I mean, like I'm the first one to be down to go to like see like a Disney like animated film like oh definitely I, especially I, if you can learn from, I think I've I I tend to gravitate to movies and shows and stuff like that that you can um, learn from like I'm a big documentary uh, person um, because I learn from it you know I watch I think I'm big into Disney's because I learn from it I actually learned a lot about Walt Disney and that mm-hmm. made me like it even more because I like I heard of his story about him coming up and everything mm-hmm. he had to go through to get to and I just look at what it is now I'm like that's crazy yeah it just blows your mind on that kind of stuff you know and it makes you want to do better as a person you know and um but I don't know and then one last thing is <laughs> oh, it might sound stupid no, it's nothing that you would think, but like it's, it might sound stupid, but like, um, how do you say your name? Ariel. Are you serious? Yes. So. So what? So, so everyone calls so me. Do you get mad if I call you Ariel? No. Okay. So it's like a it's like an aunt aunt type thing. Yeah, I mean it is Ariel, but a lot of people just go by Ariel. Okay. Or Ariel, because. So I won't call you Ariel. That's I mean, like, it's just like this, you know, like yeah. because of the time, like everyone knows about like the Little Mermaid, so they, you yeah. know. But now, I, as long as they're getting my name somewhere, right? Like, yeah, I, I get some crazy stuff, like when I say my name, yeah, like Adriana or Ariana and stuff. I'm like, okay, I didn't say anything like that at all. Yeah. Um. So that kind of irks me. Yeah. But in the day, like, okay, someone gets your name wrong, like, especially if it's someone like you don't know, yeah. does it really matter? Like, okay, I'm going to like Starbucks or give me the wrong name. And I'm gonna be like, okay, you don't know me. I'm never going to see you again. Like, yeah. Why get bent out of shape? Because this dude, <laughs> this dude at the gym one time, um, he said, he said, Brian. <laughs> and for some reason I turned around. I will do that. Yeah. Because, well, one, because I have a twin sister. So I never know who like anyone's talking to. Because it's, I, I answered everything. It was close to me. It was close to me. So I was just like. So you're like, nosy. <laughs> So I just wanted to see who he was talking. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he was like, Brian. And I looked. And then he's, I was like, oh, shit, he's talking to me. I'm like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, my name's not Brian, man. But okay. You so know, you should have said, I, oh, Ben. And then he no, I didn't even say anything. I was like, you what? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what? So every time, like, he just kept calling me Brian until he heard someone call me Ben. And he looked, like, puzzled. He was like. Was he like, probably felt so embarrassed. But um, it was one time where I saw. You put like a Facebook post or something on how you say your name, and I was like, "Oh, I think it was when I changed my maiden name. I put it like because you can do the pronunciation." Yeah, that's what it was, and um, and then like yeah. Heather, Heather was like talking about like I've been calling her Ariel since high school, blah blah blah, and I was like, "Well, I've been calling her Ariel because you said Ariel," 
And then, um, and I know a lot of people uh, that know you, that, like our mutual friends and stuff. Some call you Ari, some call you L. And I'm like, <laughs> I know, get so confused. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what name does she like? So I was like, all right, today I'm gonna ask her. I'm just gonna suck it up. I'm just gonna ask her which one she likes. Yeah, I mean, Ariel. So it doesn't matter to you. Ariel, Ariel, right, Ari, L. It's funny though. Went to, when we went to uh, the Arnold. I went with, uh, two, not when I competed in the Arnold, but like when I went, I went yeah. with Sue and Amanda and we were sitting at the bar, like in the hotel and, um, Sean Ray came up. Yeah. So we, uh, I did wow. meet Sean Ray. Yeah. We had like a conversation, a couple of conversations. So we were talking to him and Bob Chicarello and everything. We were just like yeah. kind of chit-chatting and I introduced myself as Ari because, that's really what I go. I go by, especially with, like with my last name is being Lopez. Like okay. L Lopez kind of sounds like kind of weird. Right. Um, so the, like my mom calls me L. Okay. Um, so when I originally um, met with Sue, I went through Heather, um, who was like working, like doing her like coordinating at the time, and my Facebook name was L Marie. Yeah. So she just sent that information. So that's what Sue knows me as, as, as L. Well, I introduced myself as Ari to uh, Sean Ray, and then we were chit-chatting, and then he started talking to Sue because she had, you know, had introduced herself or whatever I was talking, and then she said, oh, I want to introduce you to my girls, um, L and Amanda. And Sean Ray was like, uh, did you give me a fake name? <laughs> I was like, no. No, I had two like, different names. I was like, no. So then I had to like, yeah, then I had to be like, no, I really didn't give you a, a fake name. Yeah. Um, I just gave you the other half. Yeah, I just gave you the name. I call, <laughs> I, she calls me L, which is like my yeah. a nickname, and I call myself Ari, which is a nickname, but my real name is Ariel. Like, I promise yeah. <laughs> I did not give you the wrong name. It was so funny. It was like, it was kind of embarrassing, I felt like, because I was like, oh my God, like, how am I going to like get him to understand that like I wasn't giving him a fake name because yeah. I guess people do that but I don't know no one ever pays any attention to me so like I don't need that um I have friends the fact who that he noticed that you're just like oh it was like literally like like a minute later oh, right. like we were sitting like I was sitting in a bar stool and he was like standing here and she was sitting there and she I think she had ordered something yeah so when he like she finally introduced herself like right after right. <laughs> I was like right there I was like oh man this put me in a pickle <laughs> That's yeah. funny. Because he really thought, like, I gave him, like, a fake name. Because people do that. They're like, oh, my name's, like, Melissa. And oh, they go out to bars or something. And yeah. I don't know. That's a lot of, like, upkeep. Yeah. Like, you're lucky if I turn around for my own name. Yeah. You got to remember that lie. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember that. No. So, it was, like, really funny. But. All right. Well, Ari Ariel. <laughs> I appreciate you coming on, though. It yeah. was fun. Um, I don't know if you want to like plug anything. I don't know. I mean, I don't really have that many followers or people, whatever. But it doesn't like if you want people to follow you. I mean, you can follow me. I don't really. (laughs) Doesn't matter to me. I'm not like a. I wouldn't call myself an influencer. I'm not one of those. I kind of just post what I want, when I want. If you like it, you like it. You don't, you don't. Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. I think it took me a while to get that way, though. I think it, I don't know, to me, like, that's just too much work. Yeah. Like, like, having, like, multiple pages and checking your fan base and 
Yeah, like when I was doing, when I was training people, um, I was trying to be like other people. And my brother called me out on it. He was like, dude, you're not being yourself. And I was like, yeah. I was like, really? When I people don't feel like that. Yeah. People don't. They, I feel like they'll follow you if you have like good content. But like at some point, like shit gets old. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I had at one point um, had separated my like personal Instagram and made it like I had one just for fitness. Yeah. It's got too much. I well one yeah it was a lot of like going back and forth and there were things like I wanted to share really on both yeah. but it was like I didn't want to like double saturate so I wouldn't yeah. and then I miss I don't have like a bunch of um, I got rid of that account because it was a lot of like issues with it um, and really like I didn't get any, a lot of engagement either like yeah. I did I did kind of but like I felt like because people got to see who I really was I wasn't just like this person doing competing like and only posting fitness pictures like right. People actually want to follow you then because they know, like, oh, like, she has a family. Oh, she likes this. I like this. Like, who really wants to follow someone who is literally just, like, a blank slate that does, like, fitness? Right. Just one thing. It's the other stuff that, that I think make people Right. You want to see what else you. someone does. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's, like, there's just more of a dynamic, like... For that, like, I'm just going to follow, you know, bodybuilding.com and get, like, fitness information. Like, right. I don't need to follow an actual person. So I think being an actual person is, like, actually helped me get more followers. And I only have, like, only have, I have, like, 4,000 followers. Oh, only. I, I know. I, I said that, like, like, <laughs> like, it was, like, like, it was, like, not a lot. But it's but also harder now to get uh, people to follow you and stuff yeah. like that because, you know, people aren't, aren't really seeing anything. Anything. Or it's, really. like, so saturated. I feel like you can just take, um, like, every fitness floor and just shove a different face into it. Yeah. It's all the same. Well, it's just like I told Heather when she wanted to get into vlogging is to, I was like, do it because you like it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love doing this. I love learning about... Other people? Other people. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I'm going to have a lady coming on later who just finished her last round of chemo. And she's been... She's uh, done bikini. And she's done... Um, she's been a personal trainer. And now that she's beat cancer, she wants to, like, um, be a trainer for people with cancer. Yeah, I feel like there's so not... stuff like that. A lot of stuff like that like there's a lot of trainers yeah, yeah. but there's no like specialized like like even like with like prenatal or or you know post yeah and a lot of trainers don't know how to do that no and it really is something that's like super important like i follow a few people online yeah. um who like just had you know had a baby and then are now you know doing that like for instance like um hannah bowers like someone i follow okay um, and she did post fitness workouts, but like, I think that whole like pregnancy thing, I feel like she has something like, I guess out, yeah. um, for like, if you like, I guess like the whole diet is rescue and all that stuff. And like, I didn't realize like how like fucked up people get. And then like, mm -hmm. just like the struggle to get back. Like, I mean, she was like lucky to like, she had that like platform but i guess there's a lot of people that don't there's like there's like nobody out there that does it right so like it just kind of opened your eyes to like oh like there's no one who you know helps people 
not, not even just postpartum, but like pre, you know, delivery, like when you're in pregnancy, like there's not a lot of that or like people who have like illnesses, like cancer and things like that. It's not the same because they're not going to put on muscle the same way or they're, you know, they, there are days where they're not going to be able to eat anything or, you know, what's crazy is, um, when I first started at first gym, I ever trained at was anytime fitness and, um, first person they had me train was a eight month pregnant woman. (sighs) Because that shows you if someone can train or not. Right. You know, and that's how I got that job was because she was like, oh, I loved him. Oh, he was great. Like, he did um, everything that he was uh, supposed to because of my pregnancy and all that. I was like, oh, that, that works. Yeah. Luckily, I had just learned that in school. Oh, yeah. And nice. you know what I mean? Um, so that's why I think, like, yeah, I only got a certification in school, but... Um, I learned so much more than just than you would taking it online. Right. Well, you know? yeah, there's a lot of online trainers. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just about it's. Uh, it all depends on the person. It really doesn't matter what you have. You can go to a four year school for this shit and suck. Right. Yeah. Well, and there's I think people because they because there's like I think Instagram is great. Yeah. But at the same time, I think it is detrimental. Yeah. Because there's so much out there that people, like, they don't do their research. Mm-hmm. And then you have people, like... They have to, right? And you have people who are, like, one-time competitors, and they're like, I'm offering training, and you're like... I had someone talk about me. that Oh, you only competed twice, blah, blah, blah. There's but, a difference, man. Right. I, um, not only did I go to school for this... I ingrained myself right. in bodybuilding, and that's all I did. Well, that was after. So you became a trainer, did all that, and then you w- went into that. Like it was like a next step. Right. There's a lot of people out there who are like, "Oh, I'm I don't like myself, or I'm fat, or whatever." They you know lose weight with a trainer, and then they think, "Oh, I did it. Like I'm going to train someone." Like yeah. that's. There's a lot of those people, and I think like oh, yeah. learning what they have, like not just being like, oh, well, I like you know your body, like let me just hire you, like yeah. see it all the time, and it's like you can't do it the same thing that you did with someone right. else. One, well, and the person really should be following through to see like what that person has done, like what right. their history. It's on is. that person too; it's their fault too. Yeah. Also, you right. know, um, cause you see that with, uh, not only fitness, uh, bodybuilding coaches, whatever, uh, life coaches, they call those, there's a bunch of different, um, yeah. uh, pyramid schemes that have life coach, life coaches and yeah, stuff. Life coaches don't like leave like physical issues with your body. Yeah. That's like why, like to me, like I, I can't tell you how many times people are like, Oh, like do training will you like we train me it's like okay yeah i mean it's attempting yeah it is but it's is that right so i always turn them away because one like there are people who actually go to school for that yeah do the right thing like and then you're you don't even what because i competed like i know everything like i don't know know what you can do you know what i'm saying but what if that person has like a disease that you have to work around you know i know my coach thinks works for me right yeah (laughs) because then they all those people have coaches right some of them like work for themselves but like most of them have coaches and they're now like oh so it's another thing i'm not training i'm not training you because that means i'm taking my coaches info that I pay for. And use it on that. Right? Yeah, and then charging you to 
to like for for something that wasn't even mine. Right. So it's like ethically that's not okay. And then on top of that, like who like there's people um, who are sued all the time because they don't have certification. They totally fuck people up. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it was on you to like check. Yeah. But it was on. They should never have even exactly done it in the first place. They felt, oh, whatever, it's like easy money. Yeah. And then they're like, they're potentially like harming your your physical body. So, I think it's also like on you as an individual to say, I don't know what I'm doing. I can refer you to someone who does. Yeah. Um, and I do that all the time. Yeah. It's like I trained. Um my sister-in-law used to go to this life coach or whatever. So she was like, Oh, one of his like, um, people that he's like mentoring. So she was like the assistant life coach or whatever. She wants a trainer. So I went to her house like a couple weeks, um, a couple days a week. And this lady was awful. I was like, how is she a life coach? <laughs> I want to kill myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, it was so bad. I stopped showing up. I was like, I'm not doing this. You know what I mean? And that's why I'm out of training. I don't train people now. I trained the one girl because she's a fighter, yeah. and she's on her way to be actually be doing something. Um, but it took me out of it because of the people. The people were what took me out of it. They don't want to work. That's why, I mean, people are always like, oh, why don't you do it? I'm like, so that's why, yeah, you pick, I don't mean, really want to be. It's your best bet to not do it, you know. Yeah, I'm like, don't really want to, like, babysit grown adults. Like, but what do you think, what do you think it will, um, that you'll use this your next step like after you're done competing and stuff like that what do you think you'll use fitness for like anything would you do anything different or would you just like keep working out or yeah i mean like i don't know if i could never ever not be active yeah i mean that's something i've done my entire life so i would have to do something but it, i mean i think it's cool to like do something different like yeah. i did aerial silks and yeah. that was a different type of like yeah, that's fitness definitely, and, yeah, that's cool. and then you know i'm the bodybuilding and you know there's an infinite uh, possibility of like different types of thing i could do you know crossfit i could do, do powerlifting yes yeah, i mean like they're like the strong man like <laughs> i know people try to get me to that i'm like i mean i so i, I think it's just like pushing my Push limits to another level yeah yeah that's and that's like doesn't have to be the same thing but like i think you get complacent and that's Definitely. something i don't really like to do so Definitely. i'm sure i'll like i i'm not done bodybuilding yeah. um but you know you never know i could find something else i enjoy too because yeah. i enjoy a lot of things yeah so so i'm not really just about one thing yeah so but I'm, yeah it's definitely not a something i want to do like as an as a job yeah it's something that like i use for like stress or something i find fun i don't want to do something i find fun for work because then it's no longer fun that's true so yeah my dad told me that because like he does uh, he's a wedding photographer um he was like yeah it kind of takes the fun out of it you yeah. know what i mean um because you know that's someone's wedding and it's up to you. Like, my brother is editing a wedding video for someone because their person killed themselves. So That's crazy. <laughs> so he took he's had he took their his footage and he's editing it and he told me he was like, dude, he had a mic on the pastor but not the groom and bride, so you can't hear them. I was like, oh, I was like, see that—that's the kind of stuff I don't want. I wouldn't want to deal with. Yeah. You know, doing that kind of thing because my um, 
I've had people um, like say, hey, you want to get into that? Like do what your dad does. I was like, nope. Right. Not in the slightest. You know, I might want to take photos, but that's yeah. it. I like taking pictures, but I like taking pictures I like to take. Yeah. It or doing video to I do. want to do. Well, I used to like make outfits. Yeah. Um, I remember someone being like, I made like a peplum dress, which you probably have no idea what that is. No. <laughs> it's the dresses that are like, they're um, kind of tight and they've got like kind of like the skirt. Oh, okay. They were like kind of big like yeah, a couple yeah. years ago, which is when I made it. And I remember someone being like, oh, can you make me one? Like, I'll pay you. And I'm like, delete that message and pretend like I never saw it. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't want it to be a chore. I want it to be something fun. Yeah. Um, so fitness is something I would prefer to keep although it does become a chore sometimes especially with it prep. Does, yeah. but i don't i don't want to like not want to go because i'm like working there right. and i don't get a break like i want it to be my break so. yeah but there's always that little bit of fun in it you know what i mean because you're not doing it for money so there's something else pushing you to do right. it so there's always something like that yeah but. so as long as i keep it like that i'm sure i'll all right and then do you know when your next show is or do you don't you don't have anything planned or anything I don't know. I was think tentatively because it's you know so far away. But yeah. I was thinking maybe like I want to do I want to do North Americans again. It was like my favorite show. Mm-hmm. It's like really well run. Yeah. Um, Where's that? Hello? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah, it's like usually the end of August, September. Yeah. So like my sister's getting married this year, so yeah. it was like the week after um, the North Americans. So it didn't make sense for me to like. One, it didn't make sense for me to keep prepping when I prepped for 14 months mm-hmm. for my last, like, couple rounds of shows. And two, like, it didn't make sense to then, because I thought about it, like, do we just push for another couple shows after right. the Arnold? But it just didn't make sense to do that. Mm-hmm. So I ideally would like to do that. So I would have to re-qualify. So I was, like tentatively maybe delaware but we'll say like i don't know what i have decided i want to yeah because that's in the beginning of august so then you can just like yeah, keep coasting, there. yeah. Right. um so i guess it depends like i gotta see like one i want to see what wellness looks like yeah um so i don't want to do anything early mm-hmm. so i kind of want to see like do i want to stay in bikini do i want to move to wellness it just right. depends on like what the look is it also depends on what i look like yeah um i want to do a long prep so like maybe twenty weeks, sixteen yeah. weeks. Um, I think I'm gonna need it. Yeah. So I think it depends on that. Like it just depends on you know when we in a couple months when I decide like hey like let's try to cut. It just depends on what my body looks like. If we can do Delaware, we'll do Delaware. If I decide I really want to do wellness, will I take the season off? I don't know. Yeah. I think um, it's good to have like a plan, but like not be stuck to it i think that part of that in the beginning was like kind of detrimental for me because i in my mind like i said i if i want to do something like i'm doing it yeah so there were probably shows i probably shouldn't have done because i just my body wasn't responding and i put it through the ringer right um but now you learn from that though yeah so like this time around i'm like i want to take a way longer prep and i want to you know i don't want to get into that point where i'm like i have to do this show so i need to i think like being able to take time off and a long time off will kind of help me understand like if you don't if you're if you want to do wellness and your body's not big enough 
for wellness, like in 2020, then there's 2021. You can, I can always do the Arnold again in 2021. Like, so tentatively I want to do Delaware and then roll into North Americans and maybe Miami, but we'll have to see, yeah, like what I look like at that time. And if my body's okay with it, cause I don't, I don't want to do those like crazy, insane preps. Like I right. want to take it slow. I want to get there sooner. Right. And my body is always like five weeks out. Like, eh. so then I'm like stressed because right. it's like, well, I want to do this show and I'm five weeks out. Am I going to make it? Yeah. So I think if I do like a longer prep, maybe I'll be there way sooner and then we can feed me more, or, yeah. you know, things like that to like manipulate, you know, if I'm, if I'm too lean or whatever. So yeah, tentatively next year, late right. fall, <laughs> late summer, I guess. Early fall. Sounds good. Be looking out for yeah. it. Um, thanks again for coming on. Thanks and for having me. It was fun talking <laughs> to you. And see you guys later.